Well, as all of you know, we are pretty impartial when it comes to reviewing those Netflix Marvel series. Some we love, some we hate, some that make us so angry that people ask us if we are have a wonderful blood pressure. <laughs> or if our blood pressure is messed up. That might be me. But anyways, regardless, there has been a new one on the docket this past week. Jessica Jones Season 2. It dropped. Me and Troy barely got it watched, but still got it watched. <laughs> so what did we think of this newest installment in the Marvel Netflix series? Well, tune in and find out on a very private-only edition of the review. Review. Jessica Jones didn't really have any kind of... <laughs> yeah, me neither. I don't know what the fuck she says. <laughs> uh, bullshit. Or Good whiskey. One. Whiskey. <laughs> Give me some more whiskey and Slim Jims. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, the show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the max extreme. I'm a landlord that is very eerie of you. Oh, you son of a bitch. But then I might have sex with you later. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Today we are going over all over, should I add. Oh. Season two. Of, you better go all over it. Uh, since you put in that last bit ditch effort at the very end. Oh, uh, Jessica Jones, season two. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> we'll get into it. Don't you worry about that, JT. Jeez. Oh, We're getting into it. Uh-oh. And all my foibles and watching the whole thing. Uh-oh. Which, oh, it's okay. not a lot. It's just okay. fucking wild. I'm going to say, time. is this going to be a You're def your the Defenders <laughs> review? No. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, before we get into Jessica Jones and what we thought all about season two, we're going to get into some other stuff, like the news, JT. Ooh, the news. The news. Some new news. New news. This week. Not old news. Gotcha. New that was news. last week. Yeah. We, fuck that news. That was old news. Yeah. Burn it up. Throw it away. Black Panther. <gasps> <laughs> it's not old news. It's new news. Black Panther. Ding, 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 into the top 20 highest grossing films. Did you hear that, Troy? This last weekend. What's that? I just rang the Bill Bell. <laughs> That's right. Give me that bill. Give me that bill. Give me that bill. Black Panther. Give me that bill. Wakanda. <laughs> we should get a real bell. We do. And ring a Bill Bell. We need to get a Bill Bell. Oh, fucking A. Why haven't we thought of that before? We brought it up like a while ago. Damn it. And we, we just, we just never, never bought it. We never got a bill bell. <laughs> Put it on the list. Things we need to buy. A bell. <laughs> Not just a bell. The. The bill bell. The bill bell. <laughs> Made that bill, JT, this last Saturday. It amassed $1.101 billion. What's the ones and zeros in there? One zero one one zero zero one zero one 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 zero 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 one. Cracking into the top 20 highest grossing movies at number 20 Whoa, as of Saturday. Oh, shit. Uh, and if current trends continue, 
and how movie goers usually do on movies in their fifth and sixth and whatever continuing weeks, mm-hmm. this movie could possibly even crack the top ten highest grossing movies of all time. Could very well. Uh, it. I don't think anything big is really coming out until uh, Ready Player One at the end of the mm-hmm. month. Tomb Raider is coming out this weekend. Well, look out. But I don't think it's going to be its hot competition. Not really. Maybe even on a fifth week. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll see. Maybe Tomb Raider is going to kill it. (sighs) Heard reviewed. It's not going to kill it. Okay. (laughs) Thought about making that my pick maybe for next week. Decided against. All right. Well, that would have taken some convincing for me to... I don't know how much Molly Pop would want to see it, but hey, I'm up. I'm making a boys' weekend. Yeah, I am. I am. But Not that we didn't have one last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but when it comes to next week, I will be your humble servant, sir. Uh, thank you. Uh, more in movie news, JT specifically, yes. Deadpool two. <gasps> Coming to the theaters very soon. It's right around the corner. Yeah. Two months away. Yes. Uh, Deadpool 2 is currently in reshoots. Yeah. Now, that's not a bad thing. Almost yeah. all big budget movies go into some sort of reshoots. But, JT. Yeah. Are you listening? Well, okay. I'm lis- uh, are you listening? I My eyes are dead set on you. <laughs> They're reshooting to add more cable and Domino in yeah. the movie. Yeah. After disappointing test screenings. I did hear there sequel. were. Yeah, I did hear that there it was less than stellar. Yes. I don't know. Now, Fox has an embargo on any review and anybody who saw the test screening. Yeah. They couldn't talk about it. Yeah. They could just share their feelings. On it, which yeah. is a weird thing that's not in a contract. Yeah. But it was disappointing no. to some test audiences. No. So, they're going to add Cable and Domino into a little more of the movie there, because that's, uh, from what I hear, a bright part of the movie. Okay. So, maybe more is better? We'll see. Who knows? Maybe to ruin some flow? Yeah. Who knows? Because, you know... Usually when a movie's not doing so good, more of a character always helps. <laughs> it always helps. Almost always. No, it always. Every 100% every of the time. What about, what was I thinking? Always. When you add more of a certain character, it always, always works. Give us an example. Always works. You bet. Always. Every time. <laughs> always without works. Fail. Yeah, it could be the shittiest movie ever. Add more of a character. Always helps. Always. Always. All the time. <laughs> so look out for even more cable in your Deadpool May 18th in theaters. All right. Check it out. Uh, AMC, talking about movie theaters, Ooh. AMC is going to do something not unprecedented. Yeah. Because they did a little something like this when, oh, shoot, which one was it? I think Civil War came out. But they are going to do another 
Marvel Movie Marathon. Holy shit. Well, is this going to start tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking just about. <laughs> Leading up to Infinity War, which is coming out April 27th. Yeah. The Marvel Movie Marathon is roughly... Take a stab at it. <laughs> Three days long. It's more than a day long. It is... Two and a half. 31 hours long. Jesus Christ. So buy your tickets. Ah, what's on my foot? Oh, no. I thought you were going to pull your ticket out. <laughs> got mine. Jesus. <laughs> also got yours, JT. No. <laughs> and you're coming. It's like a holding knife up to uh, me. <laughs> now, if you were smart, JT, you've already purchased these movies as they've been coming out the last 10 years, and you could do this at home for nothing. Sure, yeah, I could I could totally do that. That's what I would do. That's what I always do. Uh, yes. <laughs> there was a date that was started, but it, we've gone and missed it by now, but you could have watched a one Marvel movie a week. Yeah. And you would have hit that. Oh, but that might have changed because they moved up the release date, so you'd have to cram yep. those last few in there. Imagine those people that started that. Fools. And then they were like, how am I going to fit two movies in in a week? I can't. I just can't. Let alone 13 hours <laughs> of programming in a weekend. That was who already do, full. Who would do that? Beats Real me. Real stupid idiots. That's who would do that. <laughs> so AMC hosting a 31-hour Marvel movie marathon in anticipation for Infinity War. If you haven't been burnt out by Marvel... This will this probably will do it to probably you. make you want to <laughs> Cut die. Yeah, just die. Yeah. Uh, I expect to see you go to that, JT. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you go to it. You go to it. Son of a bitch. Uh, more news, JT. Kid Rock. Yeah. Detroit's own Kid Rock. Yeah. Will soon join a prestigious club. Yeah. Also joined by other fellow members, such as Hulk Hogan and the President of the United States. Yeah. The WWE Hall of Fame is Gosh. inducting Kid Rock. There's a lot of weird sexual predators in the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> Boy, is there. <laughs> oh, Christ. Well... <laughs> Check out the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame ceremony, uh, WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I know they've had another. They have another controversy too, where they're they're doing the first ever Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal for all the women on there. Uh huh. And I guess Moolah has been known to uh, back in her day when she ran her own school, she would uh, bleed all of her students dry of all their money, and then oh, in boy. certain it's certain certain circumstances would pimp them out to men. Oh, no. <laughs> that is horrible. Yeah. So check out the Fabulous Moolah <laughs> Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania this year. God damn it. They couldn't go with the Mae Young one? No, the, she's already got the She's the got classic. the tournament. She's got the tournament. They got to give the... They couldn't double battle, dip in the Mae no, Young one? No, you can't. You got to get the weird... The weird Russell pimp to do... <laughs> Oh, no. That is awful. Almost worse than Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I've seen the picture that they used of him, and he looks like fucking, like, if Gollum wore a straw wig. <laughs> oh, God. What are you doing, WWE? Oh, you don't have God. to do this. Yeah. 
you don't have to do it. <laughs> Does, are they just... Li- I know they do, like, one celebrity a year, right? That's, yeah. like, outside of the wrestling community, but yeah. kind of tied in. Yeah. They've been kind of... They, they're kind of going on a pattern when they get, like, one big main eventer, like, one good mid-card. Uh, they do the Warrior Award, which is, like, someone who's done something, like... Sure. Really profound. Uh-huh. Probably a lot more profound than anyone else in that year's <laughs> thing. Sure. And, like, like, a tag team, and then like a woman, and then... Yeah, like a, just a celebrity. I bet if they didn't do a celebrity, no one would notice. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Uh, is it though? That's yeah. No, it's not. I don't. <laughs> it's not really fine. It's not fine. It's just, just Vince is how many how many years does Vince have? Just I let him just let him really have his sure at this point. Let him have his toys. Just for let him now. have the XFL and all of his toys. And yep. Let him play. Yeah. Could it be? Could be fun. You guys don't know what fun is. Uh, well, speaking of career ending uh, endings, endings, <laughs> uh, according to Selma Blair, yeah, which is an odd reference, yeah, but Selma Blair uh, states that Cameron Diaz, yeah, has retired from acting. So hang up your posters from Cameron Diaz from the mask. And just long for her return to the yeah. acting world. Just paw at that, like, I miss you. <laughs> Never hotter. Oh. She peeked at the mask. Jesus Christ. Christ. Speaking of Selma Blair, I watched something with Selma Blair in it over this past week. Bring it up later. that for my, uh, well, I'm watching. Oh, look out, y'all. Oh, I gotta write something down for that. I don't think I brought it up yet. Oh, shit. Wrote it. Good. Hopefully I didn't bring it up, but if I did, I'll... If you did, I'll just yell at you. Great. Uh, oh, shit, that's all my news. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I have one more thing, but it's a segment of the stuff we do. Well, so. son of a bitch. It snuck up on me too, JT. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay, then I will bring up... While you're looking Things. for stuff, I'll fill, JT. How about that? Good. Today, we're drinking just kind of a grab bag of beers from the fridge, and I'm drinking Spiteful Brewing Company's Goddamn Pigeon Porter. Yeah. They're from Chicago, Illinois, Ooh. where pigeons run wild. They're so that's flying rats. The Goddamn Pigeon Porter. I'm it's gonna... a one pint can and 8.2% alcohol by volume. May try one of those if you allow me to, Troy. I'll allow it. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Celebrity deathmatch. That <laughs> <laughs> damn Mill. Oh, what was his name? I have no clue. Don't remember. And it was Mills. Something Mills. Brian? Sure. <laughs> Mills Brian? Mills, no, it was something Mills. Like, his last name was Mills. He was like a judge. He was like a TV judge. He was the ref all the time. Yeah. The bald one. I don't know. That's send, not... us, send us your hate mail for us not remembering who, who the ref's <laughs> name was. Celebrity match from something 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, Troy, big fan of Rob Zombie. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, of course. Uh... He's in the process of filming his next film. Oh, my God. And it seems to be a sequel to 
the House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. He's bringing the three of them back. Okay. In his next film called Three from Hell. All right. All right. That's fine. Those are more of my well-favored movies of his. Oh, yeah. Uh, some other ones I could care less about, really. But uh, Devil's Rejects is really good. Probably my favorite one of his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I'm a big fan of Devil's Rejects. I think that's his best one. It's, it, I think it's my favorite one of his. Yeah. That he's made. It's got that uh, Freebird scene at the oh, end. The Freebird free free shootout. Yeah. Golly. What a great scene. Oh, so good. Captain Spaulding's in it. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he's one of the he's one of the devil's rejects. Right. The ones rejected by the devil. The devil. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's all good. This is great stuff, JT oh, here. We're just cooking on all cylinders. <laughs> uh, Troy got some Infinity War news. Oh god. This might bring about a little bit of a discussion. Okay. I'm into it. We could probably. I'm use. all ears. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Did an interview joking. That there are so many heroes in Infinity War, uh-huh. he only has four lines in the entire movie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. So, Troy, that leads me to ask you, do you think that this movie might be too overstuffed with heroes? Um, I do. Because <laughs> I've, I've seen the cast list. It's massive. I think yeah. it's like 42 characters or something like that. Yeah. I don't know how balanced it's going to be between yeah. everybody. Uh I don't I don't know because Civil War I thought was pretty overstuffed. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty balanced for time. Mhm. But to the what you, you did have like, 42 this is, yeah, people. This in is it. like Civil War times like Torn, like, yeah, like, probably like five. five. Yeah. Uh, You're going to be having a lot to juggle in this. That's very true. I don't know. It. I just, the, the hard part is I just want it to be so good that I have a hard time saying, like, oh, it's going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it very well could be. An hey. overpacked cast like this yeah. and nobody gets real... How is everybody going to get a time to shine? Exactly. In, like, the biggest Avengers movie to date. Yes. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Maybe if uh, they don't got a lot of talk time, maybe they got a sweet little shine moment, huh? Because I also saw something that uh, the Hulk thinks he could probably take Thanos. Uh-oh. In a hand-to-hand combat. Maybe so. Thanos, like, blows him up. Like Doctor Manhattan style or something. Oh shit! Just <laughs> he just opens his hand and it just, just like, explodes. Yeah, and then that be wild. He just starts like popping people left and right. And then Night Owl just comes out and goes to his knees. And, ah! <laughs> oh shit! Hulk's just jumping up. Do it! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, what do you? I'm gonna turn it back on you. Do you think it's gonna be overstuffed? Uh, I mean, it is overstuffed. I but think if they if they take it in a way where they spotlight two or three major characters, like maybe spotlight Black Panther, yep, and uh, Star Lord, and then uh, someone from like the New York side of things, sure, like spotlight them, and then everyone kind of works around them, right? I think that's how that's like the best way it could work. I hope so. Yeah, to get the three, because you're going to have to get your space team, 
Yeah. Get them. Because it looks like it's split in like three different Wakanda parts. Wakanda team and your New York yeah. team. There's yeah. like a thing in Wakanda, there's like a thing in New York, and then there's a thing in space. Hopefully it all works. Because Thanos is, all, is also going to have his own crew that we haven't seen any of yet. And we've barely seen any of Thanos. Really. Yeah. Because yeah. he's going to have like his enforcers, which are like four new characters... And they're all alien, so oh, they're not, God. like, human and relatable. Yeah. So, what are you, you going to do, huh? God. How is this movie not going to be five hours long? It's going to be fucking long. <sighs> I'm stoked. Right. Think of the line, though, JT. That line. That line. <laughs> you know what fucking drives me nuts? That I, like, not have close friends, but I have acquaintances yeah. that have worked on these Marvel movies yeah. in like a Slack chat that I'm in because oh, they work shit. in fucking Hollywood and they can't, and they're like, I know what happens in the next few Marvel movies. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking kidding me? And they are just professionals. They also probably have signed NDAs yeah. out there. I'm ass. pretty sure if they even like, even typed like, so in the next Marvel film, they would be sniped <laughs> and their bodies would be thrown into, a, into buckets of acid. Yes. And like shipped to New Mexico. Right. Where they'll dissolve slowly while still alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they'll get sand kicked in their wounds. Yeah. Not, I mean, there's acid already Throwing in there. acid. But I mean, sand to the, so, what about salt to the wound? So he's just going to, like, throw it. They're already burning alive in vats of acid. How are you going to get the sand in their wounds when they're still in the vat of acid? They just throw it. They throw it on them. You just throw it in the acid and hope that it floats into their wounds? Right. Well, maybe there's a little bit of skin showing. You can throw it, like, salt or sand on <laughs> it's it. like, hey, come up to the top a little bit. Yeah. I won't do anything, I swear. Yeah. yeah sand fucker. Psych, idiot. Some sand, motherfucker. That's what you get for opening your damn maw. <laughs> Who the fuck runs Dins Disney like a bunch of fucking hillbillies? <laughs> That's what Walt would say. Yeah, open up your maw. <laughs> Keep your damn maw shut. I'll throw some sand in your maw. <laughs> you know what really sticks in my craw? When you open your maw. Get out of your maw. <laughs> Come on, Paul, let's go. <laughs> He's got a maw and paw? Uh, yeah, that's right. We're gonna go on Seesaw. Make sure you obey the law. <laughs> Troy Mark Hamill. Uh, yeah. Talked about him last week. Yep. We love him to death. He's a peach. Good guy. Finally got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, fuck. He didn't have one yet? No. He finally really? got one. Oh, that actually surprises me. I'm actually surprised. I can see the shock. In your... <laughs> A shock in your face. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Okay. All right. So there you got go. a star. Sweet. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Troy, I guess word has gotten out that the Booster Gold movie is still on. Oh, my. And it may have some connection to the DCEU. Ooh, look out. So, there so you go, uh, right now, I'm going to take uh, a stance and say none of the, Mar uh, not Marvel, DC movies that aren't already filmed are still in the air <laughs> of even being produced. Yeah, I've heard that it feels like a lot of wind 
has left the sails yes. of the DCU ever since Justice League was just kind of a... Yeah. Ho-hum. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, if anything, a movie. Yeah. They're pretty much just like writing writing to Aquaman, and then they're going to probably be like, yeah, we're probably not going to do any Ugh. of these. Well, <laughs> if, they're, if I could give them credit, yeah. they lasted longer than the Dark Universe. That's true. <laughs> Good for them. Uh, but not as long as Transformers, so... There you have it. They're still making those. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because I know at least Aquaman's done-ish. Wonder Woman 2 is probably going to be a sure thing. Oh, yeah. But other than that, like, they keep ta- they keep yeah, every- in the flash. Everything else, yeah, and everything else that they've been talking about, it's separate from it. Right, that standalone Joker movie. <laughs> yeah. Which keeps still moving forward. <laughs> Which I, I don't know. Like, so far they haven't said anything about Batman yet in it. Do you think it'd be weird if they just had a Joker movie with no Batman in it? I don't know. They're so intrinsically tied together <laughs> that it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Then make if it doesn't even make Batman, sense to have a Joker if there wasn't a Batman. Like that's supposed to be the whole thing of it is right. that Joker exists because there's a Batman. Yes. I don't know. It's this like making is... a Venom movie without Spider-Man. <laughs> and who would do that? Who the that? fuck oh, would do that show? Oh, no. Man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh Sony. No. Oh, Sony. Oh, no, Sony. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Sony. Oh, too much. <laughs> no. Uh, We'd get T-shirts made of that. Oh no! Just oh no, Sony. <laughs> uh, Troy, hot seller. Yeah, Denis Villeneuve. Oh yes, big fan of him. He was the director so of far. your yeah. favorite movie of last year. That's right. And his next project is that reboot of Dune. Yes, right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, in an interview, he said that the Dune reboot will take place. Over two films. Okay. All right. I don't know anything about Dune. I don't know anything about Dune either. I don't know shit about Dune. Sure. Like, I feel like this is going to be another movie that he makes where nobody goes to see it again. Yeah. I, I hope not. Because <laughs> he's a good filmmaker. He's good. And he makes, like, smart sci-fi. Don't be a fucking idiot to be like... Yeah. There's way through the... Where's the big explosions? I don't <laughs> want to think about this dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, that's what people say. Yeah. Wait, just give me an alien to blow up. <laughs> what, what is this? Some, what is he, a robot? He's not a robot. and have any <laughs> wires in him. I love what this, the fuck is bullshit? I love this character you're doing. Yeah. Great character work. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I hope I hope it goes over well. I I just don't give a shit about Dune, so I'll, I'll watch it. Maybe because I I I, lo- I, lo- I didn't give a shit about Blade Runner, and then uh, that's true. We watched the two of them. Listen to the show, right? Listen to that with a mix with a with peppering Zen of PK unboxing his phone. God, <laughs> that was a good show. 
That's the last time he's ever on this show. You gonna pull shit like that? Oh, did I listen back to him not so long ago? It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Just how destructively drunk he is at the end. And he God. just he chimes in like, hold on, let me say let me say one more thing. So the LG eight, <laughs> like, oh my God, no. Uh, all right, Dune, <laughs> Villeneuve, Villeneuve. Got some RDJ news, Troy. Oh, all right. Was, was, is he coming in here? Well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't tell him we we're recording tonight, but oh, okay. Well, he's always kind of around. That's good. Well, you get the oh me. Jesus! Oh, there Christ. you are. Oh, I thought I smelled burnt flesh somewhere. <laughs> oh, God. Did you just, RDJ. Did you just throw up in your mouth? No. Okay, that's fine. Well, anyways. Uh, what? <laughs> in an interview, RDJ said that. What did I say? Oh, fuck. <coughs> oh, oh, God. Listen. A mouse just came out of your mouth. Bob Down Jr. You gotta, t- you gotta take it easy. Bob Down? <laughs> Bob Down Jr. Uh. So Bob Down Jr. <laughs> said in an interview that a third Sherlock Holmes film Sherlock Holmes film is in the works. Really? Yeah. You're gonna reprise that role, Robert Downs. Oh Bob Down. <laughs> oh, oh Bobby J. Bob Down J. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, oh fuck. God. Get out of here. Are you healthy enough? Is your eye leaking? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you can't even say no. Get out of here. Oh, God. See you later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He does not sound healthy enough just, to do a... Uh, just the worst. ...do a third one of them movies. Just the worst. Did you see... Did we see the second one? Did we both see it separately? Second Sherlock Holmes movie? I saw it. I can't remember if I did. What happens in that one? Uh, it's the one with uh, Moriarty. He didn't do that the first time? No, the first one was uh, the weird the guy with the weird tooth. Did I see the first one? Mar- <laughs> Like, Mark Strong plays him. I thought he played Moriarty. No, the, uh... Ah, fuck. What's it? The guy from Harry Potter was the was Mor- Moriarty. The orange... The redhead guy. The twins? <laughs> no, not the... Ron? No, the teacher with the weird eye. Oh. I think that's him. Weird-eyed Jack? <laughs> Sure. Wizard? That's, that's not the... Not I don't know name. what his fucking name is. I don't know anything about Harry this Potter. This hurts too much to try to explain <laughs> to you. I don't remember seeing it. I don't know. Anyway, number three. Uh, my last bit of news, Troy. Uh, word has gotten out that the... Not too much of a surprise, though, but the <laughs> Avengers Infinity War trailer will be the longest... Running MCU film ever. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. And it, they've already have it at a... It's re- being reported that the film will be a very cool two hours and 36 <laughs> minutes long. That's 
actually shorter than I expected. I know. I was it. expecting like a Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. Like pushing three by the yeah. minutes. Yeah. You know. But there you go. Infinity War, mm-hmm. longest film in the MCU of all time. <laughs> of all time. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right. Better be good. Better make those two hours, 36 minutes count. Make them count. Make the Hulk speak at least six six lines. Six lines. <laughs> at least. Uh, but, Troy, we do have a bit. I know. I know this one. We got a big bit. So we got to uh, big, ring it in. Big, 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 big bit. Ring it in. Ring it in. The only ding, way ding, ding, we ding. know how. That's right. Little segment we call Neil's Bits. Here we go. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. Oh, it's not done yet. Is that super glue we have there? Yeah, this uh, war machine here. I don't know, what was that That tube you have? Oh, this is... Oh, it's super glue? Yeah. What a, oh, th- cool. This little uh, gun bandolier came off. Oh, shit. Just sticks in there. It needs to be glued, really. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So I might do that during this whole thing, so. Yeah. Well, the, the song's been done for a little bit now. Oh, but well, I'll put it's it might back. Might as well. <laughs> you came really close to putting it on, though. <laughs> well, thought I had enough time. That's how long this fucking song is. <laughs> Tell you what, before we get started into this bit. Yeah. Neil was a bit sour <laughs> about one of the last few times we uh, yeah poked at it a little poked the hornet's nest a little too hard that one time. Oh yeah, I um, was here when he complained about it. He was like, eh, I wasn't so much uh, broken up about it until you started treating me like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Neil, oh Neil, oh Neil, you're so good. You're it's such a good song. You're such uh, great guy. <laughs> just the best. You're just a great guy. Yeah. The guy you are, great. I mean, just think of all the things Neil can do. I mean, he can sit. That's right. He can stay. Yep. He can lay down. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes I've seen him roll over. I've seen him roll over a few times. Deserves a treat. That's right. I've seen him react to me not throwing a ball. Oh, my God. He's better than most. <laughs> we got uh, one bit. <laughs> we got one bit uh, this week. Uh, and actually happened today of our recording. Yeah. Or maybe late yesterday. I think it was late last night it happened. Um, science wizard. Yes. Stephen Hawking, half uh, robot. <laughs> that's right. Died at 76 years old. I think he uh, was overtaken by that Lou Gehrig's disease that he uh, that he had. Yeah, it's I can't remember what the official name of it is, but yeah, he he was kicking that thing's ass for a long time. Yeah, because they only gave him till 37 years old. Yeah, initially. And then he made it all the way to 76. Yeah. Found that out today. So I was like, that's pretty impressive. No shit. What's more impressive is his fucking brain. Yeah. (laughs) Because I tried to do a report on him. Granted, he's 
saying some heavy shit, and I tried to do a report on him in high school. Jesus. A lot of it flew over my head. <laughs> Talking about, like, string theory and all this type of shit, and I'm trying to put that together. Uh, He's a mind for the ages. But one is. of my favorite theories of his is about time travel. Yeah. Did you... Did you I think you know about this. He, like... He had a party. Like, let's say he had a party today on the uh, 13th. Yeah. And then he sent out invitations a week later. Yeah. Testing if time travel was real. Then, if people got those invitations, they would have shown up on his party on the 13th. I'm like, well, obviously it doesn't exist. Had a party all by myself like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The... The plan was flawed, I would have to say. Yeah. I mean, send the invitations out way future. Come on. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you're already, if you're kind of testing them out like it already exists. Yeah. There's, there's no way nobody can keep, like, well, anybody he, can keep that secret. What if he showed up to his party, like, late? Then he'd be a terrible host. Well, that's true. All the hors d'oeuvres probably be eaten. Jesus Christ. I don't know about this. What if in some future that time's all screwed up? Yeah. And now they no longer go by uh, the clock. What if no one liked they... you? Oh, yeah. Like, what if you show up? What if nobody liked him? <laughs> He's what if a total they... asshole. What if on the invitations they had food that they don't like? Like, oh, they're having escargot. Oh. oh. Snails? God. Are you kidding me? Call me when oh, you get some fuck. White Castle. Yeah. Who, I don't know what. what... rich people I... are saying that. Maybe it's a delicacy in some future. White Castle is the worst. It is. It's... But what would be worse? Snails or White Castle? I don't know. <laughs> the, the fact that you had to think about this for more than a second. Those White Castle burgers are gross. <laughs> I do not like them either, but I would eat uh. them over snails. Snails, JT! I don't know. We, Me and Molly have had... Uh... Uh, what's that fried snails? No, um, calamari. Yeah, calamari. That's squid. Okay. Oh, well, I've had you know. I've had calamari. It's, it's okay. Good. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's not snails. No, it's also not White Castle. No, calamari, greater than White Castle. Uh, less, less than, than or than. equal to <laughs> White Castle. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Tremendous life. Overcome great odds. Even with his limitations. Yeah. He never was limited. I thought you were going to speak in a robot voice and be offensive. No. (laughs) (laughs) He never was limited from his limitations. Unless you want to say his limitations were talking and walking. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That was a bit limited. Oh, man. I should pull up the text to speech and have him curse you out. Right now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you from the grave. Go ahead and uh, get into our next segment, Troy. Uh, you know son. Oh my god, you pulled it. You pulled it on me too fast. I pulled it on you. you pu- just like I stopped the news abruptly, you pulled it up on me way too quick. Pull it right up on ya. JT Got yes. two trailers. Do it. All right. Uh, my first one, JT, one from Netflix. Yes. Entitled Six Balloons. 
And this one stars Abby from uh, Broad City, if you've seen that. Yes. And Dave Franco. And it looks like a bit of a downer. <laughs> Why are you pulling up such... <sighs> I don't know. Like, this one auto-played for me when I was looking, watching some other stuff. And I'm like, oh, my, I'll just might add that to my trailer list or whatever. Yeah. But, uh... Let me, here's the premise for the movie. I don't know who what their names are in the movie, so I'm just going to call them by the real names. Gotcha. So, Abby has a brother that's Dave Franco. Yeah. She also has, uh, or I'm sorry, Dave also has a heroin addiction. Oh, I can't see how this would be depressing. <laughs> and he is hurting because he's having withdrawals from heroin, but also Jones in to get a fix. And it looks like he does get a fix throughout the movie, through the trailer. Yeah. But she's trying to get him into a detox somewhere. Yeah. And the whole time that this is happening, her two-year-old daughter's in the car. Jesus! And so she's trying to take care of her and him at the same time while trying to get him clean. And it looks like a pretty depressing movie. And Chelsea claims that I'm into depressing <laughs> shit. <laughs> So there's like a uh, kind of like a bird's eye view shot of them in a bathroom where she's like trying to comfort her daughter and like sits her up on the sink. But from the other side and like on the other half of the screen separated by like a bathroom stall, Dave Franco's shooting up in the bathroom. Oh, perfect. So it is it is going to probably be something real sad so that's or, your pick for next week that's uh, i don't know when it comes out <laughs> not next week uh so that's not my pick for next week but i got uh so check that out that's gonna be a netflix exclusive nice uh my next pick i saw you or at least heard you listen to the trailer of yeah it's the fantastic beast sequel yes fantastic beasts crimes of grindelwald yes and if I could just say one thing about the trailer. Yeah. I don't give a shit about this movie <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever. I was unimpressed by the first Fantastic Beast movie. Yeah, I was not a fan. And I... Just knowing that Johnny Depp is in this movie makes me want to see it even less. It looks like a rotting Santa Claus in this. <sighs> like Jude Law... No, wait. Yeah, it is Jude Law. Yeah. For, whatever, playing... for a second, I tricked myself and I thought Ewan McGregor oh, no. was He's too busy being Crystal Robin. That's true. Uh, not even he can save this movie for me. I, I, some of it looks kind of cool like and fantastical and shit's going on, but I'm like, I don't care. I don't fucking really care about Harry Potter either. Like, oh, shit. It just can't, I just you can see danger in here. I just can't get into it. <laughs> like, I've seen all the movies and, I, and like... Not my last... Fucking straw. <laughs> Anytime anyone's like, let's do a marathon of the Harry Potter movies. I'm like, I will just go lay on the floor somewhere else. I don't care. I'm going to go sit in your basement quietly. I just don't care. <laughs> like, they're not bad. Like, I can see the merit. I just can't get into it. It's not my bag, baby. All right. Austin Powers. Austin I'd rather Powers watch is your bag? I, yeah. Okay. I would rather watch Goldmember <laughs> than Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, do with that information as you what you will. So, uh, there you go. Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald. 
Go. Check. Sterling review from Troy. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Did you watch that whole thing come on? <laughs> like, me just. <laughs> look like I'm having a stroke. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you were just that. You could have been just that upset about the crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's all my trailers. That's all I got. Okay. Well, I got two more, Troy. Oh, my God. And to the top of that? Uh, Illumination. The wonderful animation uh, studio that brought you Despicable Me, uh-huh. The Secret Life of Pets, uh-huh. is bringing back a classic. Mm. They're bringing in the new reboot of The Grinch. Oh, the Cumberbatch Grinch. Yes. Let's okay. put out a trailer for that. Um, and I don't know how to feel about it yet. Because yeah. it's... I I also saw this. It seems very... I can't tell if it's like going to be really little kiddish or not. I can't either. But at the same time... I, my Well, no. I, my only thought when I saw it, I was like, why are they making this? Yeah. They just made a remake of The Grinch, like, not that long ago. Really. Eh, I don't know. Kind of long ago. Probably ten years ago at this point. Yeah. Right? But do you really need another one? Yeah. What else are they going to do with this story? And, like, the short of the Grinch is just perfect. That's all you need. That's it. Like, the Jim Carrey one, they, like, stretch it out to where you're like, now I'm supposed to fucking sympathize with him. Right. Because the fucking, the townspeople are pieces of shit. Right. I kind of hope he steals their shit now because they're fucking (laughs) awful people. Right. Yeah, I don't need that shit. I want to, the Grinch to learn a lesson at the end. Yeah, I want him to be a I don't fucking want to simp- asshole yeah. that learns his lesson. I want. I don't want him to be... I don't want to sympathize... Sympathize. Yeah, sympathize. With, I don't want to synthesize <laughs> the Grinch. Yeah. Because the townspeople are dicks. Yeah. I don't care about that. Then I hope they don't get their presents. Yeah. Whereas, well, in, in this, it looks like he's just going to start out as a dick. That's fine. Like, That's he's full-fledged shit. dick day one. So then he's just gonna be dick longer? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and then learn a lesson at the end where his heart grows many sizes too big? Yeah. And then he has a heart attack and dies. Oh, that mountain. Max just eats his corpse. And then Max, yeah, Max eats him. <laughs> gets a taste for blood. Yeah. And then they have to put him down in Whoville. Yeah. It's a real bummer of an ending. Yeah. Bring the kids. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christmas 2018 or whatever. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Cumbergrinch. Cumbergrinch. I don't know about this. I don't I don't understand why they need another one. Nah, I'm not into it. So, pass. Yeah. It doesn't even look like Cumberbatch is using, like, his, like, definitive, like, lo- like lower baritone voice either. Like, he seems like he's turning it up a little bit. I don't, mm. I don't even know why. I, I think you'd want that more baritone, like... Max. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even remember hearing his voice in it until, like, maybe the very end. And I didn't really get a whole lot of it. Yeah. But, like, the know. way he plays in here, he sounds, like, more annoyed. He's like, Max. <laughs> what the fuck? Give me my tea. Me or whatever. Max, I'm tired. Mm, I don't like Christmas. Is it Christmas already? There you go. That's a <laughs> uh, 
my last trailer, Troy, they came out with a sequel of some sorts to Black Dynamite. Oh, boy. But this time they're doing kind of a spinoff of it. It's a Western okay. called The Outlaw Johnny Black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With Michael Jai White playing the titular Johnny Black. Okay. Which uh, <laughs> they do in in perfect black exploitation style they give you the entire plot <laughs> in the trailer good it's so, uh, it's so good that trailer that you were watching seemed to go on forever but yeah. i liked everything i heard oh, from it it's so good especially at the end when he's train he's drowning someone in a horse trough and it's like hey man what kind of priest are you and he says baptist <laughs> uh, uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it looks just as good as Black Dynamite did, awesome. so I am really looking forward to it. What is that? Is that a theater release? I think so, maybe. All right. And they didn't put a date at the end of it, so I'm not All sure right. when, but... I didn't even know they were doing something like that. That surprises me and tickles me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tickled. Tickled pink. I'm looking forward to tickled it. Tickled black. Oh, look that. out. Is I don't know if that's racist or whatever. I don't know. But I'm just I'm gonna ex- say it's I'm racist. Just say, I'm just saying I'm excited. Just to uh, just to keep up with uh, the theme of the show, you're racist. Great, but that's all my trailers. Troj brings us to oh god tournament of random movies yes. two. Yes, sir. Still in hot effect. Last week we had uh, Tombstone versus. Beetlejuice. Yes. Troy, who did you, what did you vote for? I ended up voting for Tombstone. Really? Yes. What was your uh what was your motivations that, there? Uh that day I just pondered it and I just really wanted to see a western. Yeah, westerns are good. Yeah. Like a Some good westerns. Western. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't I think I might have like the day previous saw like a review of Good Bad and the Ugly. Because there's a movie reviewer on YouTube that's doing, on his off weeks or down weeks, and there's nothing's mm-hmm. coming out, he'll do a classic movie, and he just reviewed Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could go for a Western. That'd be a good wish. I'm going to vote for the Tombstone. Or it could be that I had a Tombstone pizza, and I just want to see Tombstone. Happy too. Either one of those things could have been true. What do you want in your Tombstone? Only a good movie. There you go. <laughs> well, Troy, your wish... Was the People's Command because yes. Tombstone defeated Beetlejuice. Yes. Uh, it wasn't as close as I thought it would be, but it was still pretty close. Mm-hmm. When I voted, I th- I think I was a vote to break a tie. Oh, shit. When I voted. But, uh, great. <laughs> Tombstone, great. What did you vote for? I also voted for Tombstone. Great. I was uh, <laughs> I was also in the mood for a good Western. Great. What's coming up this next week, JT? Well, Troy, uh, the two films I have pitted against each other this week. Okay. A big clue is that uh, they both have a major star in them. Okay. Uh, one has a more prominent role than the other, but right. I will let you... Figure that out. All right. With uh, my clues. And your clues. The first film is a star-studded cast. Okay. That involves an alien invasion. 
Okay. And the second film is a part of a major spy franchise. Okay. And the tagline for the first film from 1996. All right. Nice planet. We'll take it. Uh, Mars Attacks? Mars Attacks. Yes. Troy. I love Mars Attacks. <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite Tim Burton movies. Really? I mean, besides Batman. That's right. That is Tim Burton, isn't yeah. it? Shit, I keep forgetting. It's more <laughs> like a classic Tim Burton-esque yeah. movie with all of like his weird designs and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I'm, I'm. It's good. It's good. It's good. But oh, will you pick it over the other option from 1995? You know the name. You know the number. Classic spy franchise. Is it from 90? You said 95. 1995. Is it Goldeneye? It is, in fact, GoldenEye. Yes! Two I'm for two! on point tonight! Two for two, Troy! Yes! So there you go. Mars Attacks versus GoldenEye. Oh, my goodness. I think I've only ever seen GoldenEye once. Yeah, and I've, it's, I've heard, like, out of the Pierce Brosnan ones, I think this is, like, the best one. Right. And it's the first one that he did. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So All right. got a big choice ahead of you all right this coming week mars attacks versus goldeneye we'll see which of those two will join the illustrious rankings of tombstone <laughs> the wolf of wall street joe versus the volcano enter the dragon and jack <laughs> jack <laughs> wild card <laughs> jack all right and after this we only have two more films left oh my goodness before we get into the semifinals all right two more weeks or two more like films two more weeks okay got it yeah got it got it got it great waiting uh i can't wait till uh, next week to see those results yeah it's gonna be a close one i think i already know what i'm gonna pick though really i do mm. i'm not gonna tip it in any uh any direction yet no i i know that's 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 your way yeah this is your way it's the way <laughs> it is the way it is the way great well, that leads us into March 8th, 2018. <sighs> Jessica Jones Season 2 dropped early from its expected release on Netflix. Yep, I know. I messaged you saying that it came out a day early and you were like, thank God. And then you still didn't watch any of and it. And I still couldn't get to it. You know why? Because <laughs> I needed to read like 500 pages for fucking comic books. <laughs> for another thing I do. Ah. Uh... I was so tired this last weekend because I had to read so many books. Man. And then we went to that wrestling show. Yes. I got back at 4 a.m. Yes. Went to a one-year-old birthday party that yes. day. Tried to read and finish the books that yes. I was uh, trying to finish by Monday so I could record the next two months' worth of Imperious <laughs> Rex shows. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't even remember reading the other chunk of that book after Sunday. And I know I did. But I got to there and I'm like, Dave, you're going to have to carry me on this set because I don't remember anything I read <laughs> for that book. And I know I looked at it. Look at it. 
But I started uh, that night Jesus. watching Jessica Jones. Got like two eps in, and then I fell asleep. All right. Hey, I, I gave you the option to push it back. I thought I could do it, and I technically I did it. You did. I needed to push out recording about one hour, yeah. but I did it. You did it. I fucking did it. I uh, had to watch a lot of it today. <laughs> yeah. I went from episode eight all the way to the end today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's like half of it. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. At one point, I was like, I might just skip two eps and just watch the I was end. about ready to be like, I can fill you in on like the major points of the last two <laughs> episodes. No, I did it. Don't you ever wor- don't you even worry about it, Jesus? JT. You are a man among men. Thank you. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has season two at an eighty-eight percent. Ooh, a pretty high. Now I don't know if Rotten Tomatoes has season two and one mixed. Yeah. Together, but I know for sure IMDb has it separate. Okay. And IMDb has it at an eight point one out of ten. Still pretty high. Still pretty high. And TLDRMovieReviews.com yeah. has it at a 3.5 out of 5 stars. Ooh. Pretty sterling reviews all around. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But will it match up to what we think? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, JT, what is the premise of Season 2 of Jessica Jones? Well, we catch up with... The titular Jessica Jones, yes, who is still maintaining her life of heavy drinking and private investigating, but it seems that the events of season one are still getting to her, to the point where her best friend Trish thinks the only way to really calm her down is to unlock the secrets of what really makes her so powerful. Thus, leading into the events of season two. There you have it. There you have it. Uh, returning cast, we have Trish. Yes. Uh, her stepsister, yes. Malcolm. Her apprentice uh, for her PI business. Yeah. Who knew that not taking drugs would turn you into a male model? <laughs> <laughs> he is smoking hot in this Jesus, season. Jesus, what the fuck, man? see a little bit of his tushy in this season, too. Oh, okay. Well, look out. <laughs> Spoilers, I guess. Uh, also, Trinity is back. I can't remember. Carrie Ann Moss. Moss. She's back. It's Hogarth. Yes, thank you. Hogarth. Um, she's got a very interesting role in this. Yeah. Um, uh, also, Trisha's mom is back. David Tennant. From you know he's back from the trailers, yeah. but in what capacity? Yes, we'll get into that. Uh, and then it also introduces a foil, per se, of Jessica that we won't get into quite yet. But there are people running around that are also super powered that throws Jessica into a bit of a tizzy. Yeah. What is the extent of that? You'll find out later on in the review when we start spoiling things left yeah. and I was, I'm, right. I'm looking forward to that because I'm wondering if they're actually from comics. I'll get into that. Okay. There's one that I want to talk about that you will love. <laughs> uh, so, what did you... What did uh, you think of all the characters' arcs in this? I 
firstly, I think this is way stronger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah? A lot stronger than I thought it was going well, to be. Well, we first heard that it was weak from all the advanced previews that people yeah. had out. Yeah. Uh, and they weren't into it. Yeah. The, I would say that this season, though, still suffers from... Too much. The Netflix bloat. Yeah, it's too much. But I, I was still... I never had the feeling watching it like I need to continue... Like, if I was just watching this casually, I'd probably be, like, on episode three today. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, exactly. Like, it never really struck me as, like, I need to find out what the fuck happens next. There, yeah, there were only a few episodes that ended in, like, oh, shit, I need to watch the next one. Yeah. Otherwise, like, if this came out, like, week to week, I think yeah. I wouldn't... You wouldn't notice it as much, I yeah. think. But I think that's been an argument, like, since the get-go with all these Netflix yeah. shows. And I feel like the production is... I feel like they're kind of getting lazy on the production because I know uh, uh, Molly watched like an episode with me and I was kind of like, I mean, it, it's pretty interesting. And she was like, really? It looks kind of boring. And I'm, like after she said that, I was like, yeah, this does just kind of look all the same. Like they don't really do anything to like nothing is really too like I like nothing really catches your eye in it. You're just kind of along mm. for the ride. Yeah. Do you like um I don't know. <laughs> well, get. I'm gonna go back to the bloat. Yeah. Like I don't know why Netflix feels so beholden to like a network TV schedule. Yeah. Like they. This could have worked in eight eps. Oh yeah. It, maybe even less. Like I, the one thing they did in this season. Is, they set up a lot that can happen in season three. Yeah. But I don't think this whole season was made just for setup. But they did set things up that I'm gonna find that I found really intriguing. I'm like, I wanna see that in season three. Yeah. But like I wish season two, I guess, had more to do. I wish it had a more like more peril, I guess. Or like something intriguing to fight towards. And which yeah. I, I didn't get so much from this season. So much. Yeah. I uh I kind of appreciate it for the way that it, because it, it broke itself up into two different two halves. Like I felt Luke Cage did, not as, not as it's not like such a clean break. Though. No, it's not. But like the first half is is, a, is definitely like a total whodunit mystery kind of. Right. And then the second half is her dealing with the consequences of figuring out what's happening. Yeah, but it all blends to like blends together. Like, yeah. Luke like, Cage was a definite like split. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like but, the probably the harshest one we've had. Yeah, but with Jessica Jones, like the second half was kind of based on a, what she figures out from the first half. Yeah, which was like I appreciate Jessica Jones because um, this is like their second season in a row where I felt like they told a cohesive narrative throughout the whole thirteen yeah. episodes that they had. Yeah. Um, in the first season, though, it really helped that they had a very interesting villain that you could really get behind to hate. Yeah. And he was very charismatic, and you wanted to see him. Yeah, I think that's what this season was missing the most, was there wasn't, like, a standout charismatic character where you're like, ooh, I can't wait for them to show up again. Right. Everyone's just kind of like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did give, like, their... 
all the supporting cast a lot of room to breathe and like grow their characters. Yeah. But some part like some parts I didn't really necessarily really care for. I liked Malcolm in this season. Yeah. I liked him. Um I the dialogue in I think the dialogue in this season is written really well. Mm-hmm. There's some lines and there's some good one-liners here and there that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Like a lot more than I can notice from like other like there was a lot of stuff in Defenders where I was like rolling my eyes constantly. Oh yeah. But in this like a lot of it like when Jessica Jones like gets one up on someone verbally, she gets one up on them. Like she <laughs> she rips them apart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, I liked some of Trish's stuff in this, uh, but I wasn't like, so I felt like some of her stuff she was doing for something to do. And then, uh, but I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, it all kind of leads up to what happens at for her character at the end, really. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't know. I was frustrated with what they were doing with Trish throughout. And then, yeah, because everything she did didn't yeah, make it was me just, like her. I couldn't get behind her, really. But then I think that's kind of what leads you to the end, where... Well, I'll get more into it in spoilers, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of... Everything she does kind of leads you up to the end, where you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I think you're 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 led to believe that she's one way, but then the inti- like throughout the season, you're kind of shown that she's kind of another way. Yeah. Right. Um what else? I really liked uh Hogarth's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I really uh, liked her arc too. Her entire arc through the whole season I thought was hers was probably my favorite throughout. Mm-hmm. Cause uh You actually cared what happened. Yeah, like she's such a bitch in the first season. Like they even like the first scene they show her in in this, it's her being like in super bitch mode, just like <laughs> ripping two people apart. Uh-huh. And it's just like, all right, we're back on the Hogarth train <laughs> going at a hundred miles an hour in super yeah. bitch mode. And then something happens to her where like she turns a leaf and she actually, you actually see a more human side of her. Yeah. And like her in a kind of a vulnerable state where you kind of, see how she's dealing with that where she was so empowered and now she's kind of in another state of mind yeah i really like because nobody else i don't believe eh, you might be you could argue maybe with trish but like nobody else had that like big of like a life change as hogarth even though she kind of like ends up at the same place where she started the whole middle. Almost better off, though, at the end. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the whole middle of it, it's just, like, you don't know where this could go at all. Yeah. And at one point, it's, like, so low, you're like, oh, shit, this is, like, really interesting. Yeah. So, I really appreciate that. She was probably my favorite, like, actual character arc in this. Oh, yeah. Because Jessica doesn't... She kind of... She changes more, I think, than she does in the first season. Yeah. The first season, she she's kind of, like, one note like throughout the whole thing not that it's bad yeah but um this she has like a little bit of fluctuation but like she still doesn't i don't know she doesn't she changes in the end a little bit but she doesn't really grow too much yeah like in the i feel like like in the first season you don't see a lot of a change but then this season starts out where it shows that she's kind of changed for the worse in the beginning 
Like yeah. the events of the first seasons made her made her change for the worst. Yeah. But like at the end of this season too, though, I think she's changed for the better. Like, yeah. It's not a huge change, but she does. It's like, mainly based let, off of she, like kind of like a yeah. like a one like like a one liner that she heard from someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I which I appreciate because like I don't know like if a third season of just her being like a complete bitch. It's like, Oh my God, I get it. But I don't know with how some of these other characters act in like this universe. I think Jessica Jones is like a breath of fresh air sometimes. It is. But like, well, I guess if you're shotgun in like 13 hours of this, it's kind of like, yeah. Oh, I need something lighter. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? I think her and Luke Cage are my two favorite characters mm-hmm. in this in like the marvel netflix type world because i could agree with that they're like the two that i can connect with the most like i feel like jessica jones is just like she actually will not take people's shit yeah and luke cage even though he is kind of stoic and heroic like you kind of like the neighborhood he, he lives in and kind of grows up in so you want him to defend it yeah like i don't know thinking about it i don't really like daredevil and iron fist all that much i yeah iron fist i don't like iron fist is just a piece like iron iron fist is just shit regardless but like thinking about like daredevil's there's really no reason to feel sympathetic for him except for the fact that he gets his ass kicked every once in a while and hell's kitchen is such a piece of shit like why would you (laughs) why would you want to defend it it looks it's awful he never really feels you never feel like he's connected to the to the neighborhood at all yeah he's just He's fighting evil because I'm a hero and that's what I have to do. Yeah. Whereas you can actually see the motivations of like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Yeah. I mean, as like a character that I've grown up to like, I like Daredevil the most out of these four. Yeah. And even like, I pro—I mean, I, I probably like Jessica Jones maybe the least out of like just comic book wise. Yeah. Because all of the characters semi-recently have like had really great runs to turn the character around and make him really likable. Mm-hmm. But it's almost exactly the opposite <laughs> from uh, the Netflix stuff to, like, the reading material. Yeah. Because, like, it's true. Like, Daredevil, like, he looks cool. Yeah. And he's got a cool, like, dichotomy to him. But, like, yeah. it's frustrating to watch him in mm-hmm. his own series. Because, like, what? You're not doing anything to help. <laughs> You're yeah. dicking around doing something yeah. else. Guys, I, I, I'll be right back. Right. Guys, I gotta leave. God, it's so frustrating. <laughs> I almost liked him more when he was just wearing the scarf over his face. Because it made him seem like he was... He, he's trying to help with what he has. Now he's yeah. got this big fucking, like, flashy-ass, like, daredevil right. suit. And you're just like, well, then what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I still like it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I like it the, looks cool. Because it's about, but, it's the only one that's going, like, going for the full costume. You yeah. know what I mean? And I I like that the balls that they they did that. Like, they didn't do that in Iron Fist, and he's got, like, a full-fledged costume. Yeah. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage don't really, but yeah. that's not the fault to them. But, I don't know. Whatever. Jessica know. Jones, though. There's, <laughs> oh, there there is some, like, uh attire origin story in this that i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna have some things to say <laughs> okay good yeah. uh, <laughs> uh what did you think of like the main the main foil of this season i 
I when when they first started like revealing it, I was like, oh, this is kind of like shit. All superhero stuff kind of does. Uh huh. But as they got more into it, I kind of liked their relation, like the relationship of the two of them. Uh huh. As it went on, like I don't know, it's hard to really talk about without with it without it being spoilers, but right. like their banter back and forth, it felt like a genuine kind of these relationships. Yeah, I, I. I actually kind of found it interesting when you find out that there's other superpowered beings out there. I'm like, oh, they're like finally embracing the comic bookness of it that yeah. I've wanted to see more of. Yeah, like I can take like a gritty, like kind of like PG-13 R-rated superhero thing, but like other than it, like having one person be like a superhero-y kind of thing, it could be just any other drama. Yeah, and like make it's you're living in this weird bizarre universe Mm -hmm. like make it like that yeah and they started like from the get-go with like oh you're having this that's that's kind of interesting and you can't tell like like right at the beginning where the um one of their people coming into alias investigations like he says that he's got superpowers he doesn't believe him or whatever And he ends up having some. And yeah. I'll get into that in a, in a minute. Oh, yeah, I figured that would be the one that we were going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's somebody, like, killing people close to Jessica. Well, ish. Like, when I say close, I mean, like, in her vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> Not, like, close Around to her, her personally. Yeah, they're just physically close to her. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, oh, shit, there's, like, somebody out there, like, killing people pretty brutally oh yeah it's like shocking the first time i saw like the way like a person got killed and i was like whoa oh yeah that that bar through their chest or something yeah oh that and like the head twisted all the way around like jesus christ yes so (laughs) that and that's teased throughout the whole series i know it's just (laughs) Grabbing heads and you're like, fuck. Oh, here it comes. Don't shit. <laughs> but then when um, you finally figure out who the person is, yeah, I, that was one thing that I personally didn't care for. Okay, and that might be different for other people, but I personally didn't like the decision to make who it was. Okay, but I don't know. I liked... There's some parts I did like because it was that person. Yeah. But as a whole, I'm like, uh, I guess I didn't want to see that this kind of a story. Yeah. I liked how they... I liked how they dealt with it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, just seeing... God, it's so fucking hard to I talk know. about without being spoilers. <laughs> but I'll talk about more in spoilers. But All I right. think I liked it more than you did. Okay. That's fine. Like, like watching... Like, I think... <clears throat> Especially with Jessica Jones, like, I like the fact that they're more low-key with, like, the superpower stuff. Like, yeah. it's in there, but I like that it's it's basically just you're watching, like, a private detective story with a woman that has, like, super strength that can jump real high. Yeah. Because it's, like... It's not, like, shooting lasers out of yeah. your eyes or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, like, like, it, and they, like, the subtle things they do, like, when she's intimidating someone, like, in the beginning where she, like, crushes that, that, that chair in front of somebody and it's uh-huh. like done so just matter of factly like i i just i like stuff like that where it's like without that she's just a normal person yeah but then she throws these small things in there to intimidate and kind of get take advantage of situations yeah 
Yeah, I like that too. Uh, I don't know if there's too much else to go about until you, unless you want to get into spoilers. But uh, yeah. do you think it's uh, this season two's worth a watch? Um, I think if you liked Jessica Jones season one, I would definitely go into it. I don't think I like it as much as season one, but I think it's a different story from season one. Yes, but it still stays true to like what Je- what like some of the best parts of season one without like the big charismatic villain. Yeah. Like right. I think there in this I think it flows better than season one, even though I liked I liked Kilgrave in season one better. Yeah. There's even in the first season there's like a few episodes that you can well, I can say that about the second season too, but like there's definite episodes where they just veer in another direction. Yeah. Whereas, like, they do kind of do that in this season, but it works to tell, like, a backstory. Yeah. Whereas in the first season, you could pluck it out and not lose any momentum. Yeah, I felt like in they try to do the, what they do in this season, in season one, but in season one, they, they didn't do, like, the first part as well. Yeah. Because, like, in season one, they were trying to do, like, the whole mystery of, like... What happened to Kilgrave? But yeah. that was a lot more like you can kind of piece it together real easily. <laughs> You're just really wasting time. Uh-huh. Whereas in this, it felt like a genuine mystery. Like, who is this person that's killing people? Who's right. responsible for it? Where, where are these experiments taking place? Like, it uh-huh. ge- feels like a genuine mystery. And they do like space out enough where you feel like you're getting a piece of the puzzle every time. And sometimes they answer questions and sometimes they just throw more questions at you. Mm-hmm. And it makes it really interesting until you find out what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I would suggest that, yeah, if you did see season one and you liked it, I think you'll come back to this and it'll be like, I like these characters. I'm going to continue watching it. Mm-hmm. And I would like, if you want to binge it and go ahead, but I think you might get more out of it. If you like space it out, take a your bit time. More. Yeah. <laughs> You're not missing anything. Like, no. this doesn't connect to any other real season except for the first season of Jessica Jones. This one almost this one almost makes more sense without everything else. Yeah, it doesn't like like the fact that the that defenders exists almost kind of makes this weird. Where it's like, why are you all of a sudden being like <laughs> very standoffish? Yeah. Like you were just in defenders, where you were just kind of like the same old, same old. Right. Yeah. And now you're, like, borderline about to kill someone because of what happened in season one. So it's like, to just hit you out of nowhere? I know. Was the pit that devastating now? (laughs) The pit. (laughs) (laughs) I was in a dragon, guys! I'm really fucked up! (laughs) Uh, Tell you what, that wasn't brought up in season two. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, But they do bring up the Rand Corporation, only in name only. Yeah. Um... They bring up the raft too. They bring up the raft. They bring up Captain America. They name him by name. Yeah. Which I don't think they've done in any other Netflix series. They've yeah. always just said like that green guy or the guy with the hammer. Yeah. Like, but they are referring to an action figure. Right. But like <laughs> that exists in they didn't like say like, oh the that you mean that spangly guy with the frisbee? Yeah, they actually said Captain America. That was in the deleted scene. Right, I mean, of course it was. <laughs> I, I just, uh, so I was like, after I saw some of that stuff, I'm like, oh, they're kind of, they're are they playing ball a little bit more? Like, are they, 
Don't get your hopes up, Joey. They're already up. Don't get them They're already out there. I I feel like they they could just do it. I think they were they were a lot smarter with their references though, like bringing up like the raft where like if you watch the movies, you know that it exists. Yeah. But it could also be something completely separate where you're like where they just like, yeah, it's a prison where you bring in like super powered people. Yeah. And they even say that in this too. So it's like you're not yeah. you're not missing anything if yeah. you didn't know what so it was. So you can still have those geek moments where it's like, I saw Civil War and I they totally bring a bunch of them to the raft. <laughs> I saw it. I knew what they meant before they even explained it. <laughs> uh but that's about it. I would uh suggest if you are into it, you'll like it. It's probably... Go ahead. Sure. One of the top uh, seasons still. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I, I I really appreciate it. I was going into it being like, oh, this is going to be a slog. Yeah. But no, it kept my attention pretty much all throughout. I never really felt super bored with it. Yeah. I. It is one of those seasons, though, that you can kind of be just on your phone while watching it. Yeah. And, like, I was like that through almost all, the whole series, <laughs> and I still felt like I didn't miss yeah. anything. But that's because of the bloat. Yeah. What is going on? Uh-oh. What is that? What is happening? Is there some sort of uh, alert? There's an amber alert. Who did it? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> it's, a, it's a kid's name. That's That's it. Oh. Look out, y'all. So there you go. Look out for, uh, what is it? <laughs> Look out for a, a silver Chevy Malibu or Impala. Because there's uh, some stolen kids in it. Jesus, that's not a, like. It's not a good, uh. It's not a rare car. That's, those things are everywhere. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I got another one. I got one, too. Oh, they're young kids? Yeah, oh. they're super young. God damn it. Oh, I'm not going to. Bring the show down. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> spoilers. Let's do some spoilers. spoilers. So let me tell you about that superhero right from the beginning. Okay. The Wizard. It. Yeah, the Wizard. <laughs> he is a classic superhero from like the golden age of Marvel Comics. Yeah. Like he's of the Flash, essentially. Yeah. Um. So they take his name. He's almost the Wizard, almost by name only because. Even though he is fast, I thought the running effects on him was pretty lame. <laughs> he was just—he looks more like he was like, like I don't even know how to explain, like scuttling. Yes, they—they <laughs> they, he was scuttling and yeah. they sped it up. Yeah, like he was just like he was like, like middle-aged woman power walking and they sped it up. Yeah, they, it, it looks like how they did it in the '90s Flash like <laughs> show. Not good. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, so he's got this pet mongoose in his apartment, right? Yeah. In the comic books, he gets his powers by injecting himself with mongoose blood. Oh my god. <laughs> and so that's how he got his speed powers? Because in the golden age, it doesn't matter how yeah. you got them. Now you're just, you're just leading people to do dumb shit. More or less in the golden age, like... There's people that got powers from, like, well, Spider-Man, radioactivity. That'll just give you cancer. Yeah. <laughs> There's another character. I, I put a bunch of spiders in the microwave. Now I'm trying to get them to bite me. <laughs> there, uh, there was another character that got his powers by heavy water, which is poisonous to people. 
Jesus. Uh, and there's there's other ones too. That is just you will die if you do this. Yeah. Do not inject yourself with mongoose blood. You will get some. You probably get AIDS of anything. <laughs> At least HBV. Wait, was it? Yeah, H. Were you making sure you didn't say the name of the company that they're trying to... <laughs> anyway, you'll probably get hepatitis or some sort of shit from yeah. a mongoose. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. If you got a hamster, go for it. Try it. There you go. Check yourself Get a bit by a hamster. See how that... Yeah. You'll have this... You're really good at billet. running on a wheel and drinking <laughs> water out of a straw. <laughs> right? <laughs> and eating weird pellets. You just eat them. No problem. Um, so anyway, that's the wizard. Yes. Real Fantastic. Fun. He gets impaled. <laughs> he does. Tough, tough wizard. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the main antagonist in this really is, like, a company, IGH. Yeah. Who you find out is, like, behind all of these super-powered people. Yeah. Um, including Jessica. Yeah. Um, even though that's not, like, the main person she's fighting uh, not even fighting against but like yeah against like the whole well they kind of treat like the igh is kind of like a like kind of like a fossil of like yesteryear like they're not really around anymore but they're yeah, they are they're not like outputting as much uh superhuman people but they still have that one captive and they're still fucking with the wizard at this point in time. But it's just the one guy. Yeah. But he's still out there doing shit. Not... Well, at this point, he really wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. It's kind of like... Well... Uh, Alright. If, if I can piece together what the story was, like... The main doctor of this IGH was... Uh, he did like all these experiments, and then he ran off with who's the other main an antagonist, right? To like this house on the beach, and they like shut down operations. Mm -hmm. And then when word would get out about him, this other person, this this other antagonist, would sneak out and murder them, and then sneak back in, yeah, to protect his name, right? Um. So that's pretty much like the antagonist of the whole thing. Yeah. So the the antagonist physically as a person. Yeah. Um <laughs> like we're still tiptoeing around it. Yeah. It's like it's a it's a big reveal though. Yeah. From especially from what you believe from season 1. Mhm. Mm but uh I this was like the one the it's the person in general who I didn't necessarily care that that it was yeah and um and that i didn't care so much that that relationship was taking place like i i don't feel like it helped I, I i don't feel like i liked that character arc for jessica jones yeah we're in spoilers fuck it it's a, it's her mom right it's jessica jones's mom right is like the main antagonist yeah the only part i liked about it is that like, it kind of showed her perspective of, like, her getting abducted, and she was that meat face <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when they threw that in there, like, when uh, Jessica was, like, doing those flashbacks when she she was still trying to figure it out. And they showed, like, the meat face attacker, 
I was like, what the fuck is happening? Right. Why is the fucking uh, fucking asshole from the Goonies attacking Jessica <laughs> Jones? Yeah. So, like, I, I liked that aspect of it. But at the same time, I'm like, I would rather just have the, her family died. Yeah. In season, like in in that car accident or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I I don't feel like she had really anything to gain from this, and I just didn't like the character so much. I I couldn't get into her at all. Yeah, I I don't know. I kind of I liked her just based on the fact that she did act like a mom. Like when when it was just her and Jessica together, I liked it where like she would like kind of like lecture her a lot. Where uh-huh. it's like, what the fuck? Why are you saying anything? You were held captive for 15 years. You're a fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> but then she still has that, well, Jessica, you should really kind of consider doing this. It's like, yeah. why should I listen to you? Yeah. You've murdered people. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you freak. But, like, it did feel like when they did talk to each other, it felt like a genuine mother-daughter relationship. I and I kind got, of... I didn't get that genuine kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I felt... I, If I were to say anything, I would have wanted to see more of, like, what she was like when she was a mom. Because I felt a lot of it was kind of writing on, like, you need to feel sympathy for her. Yeah. But it's like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah. And from what we've seen already, you're a crazy person. Yeah. Like, I... But that's all we've seen. I don't have much sympathy for you at all, because anytime I start... You go off the handle and do something fucking nutso. Yeah. I'm like, I don't I don't see why Jessica at all should have any sympathy for you, because I don't. Like, I should see it before Jessica does. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, with her, it's like, they're, they're really riding hard on, like, it's, like, the family dynamic where, like, she doesn't really have a lot of people in her life. Yeah. And she kind of, riding off of, uh like, trying to be a part of uh, Trisha's family, and, like, her mom is, like, absolutely fucking terrible to her. Right. So, like, she's looking for, like, that family dynamic that she's never really had, and now that her mom's back in her life, like, that's kind of something that she can kind of ride off of, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of, like, at what point do you realize that this just isn't going to work? And I think a lot of the, the second part of this is it's kind of like that uh, Dr. Frankenstein, that Frankenstein's monster type thing, uh-huh. where it's like, here is someone that you care about deeply, but they're just not fit for this world, so when do you just come to the realization that it's just not gonna work? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I, kinda, I, I don't know, I liked it. Like, you could still, they still threw in enough scenes here and there where you can see the sympathy for her, but I don't think they showed enough of, like, their previous relationship where it's, like, you can see why Jessica's so drawn to her. Yeah. Because all they really show is, like, a reason for you to fucking hate her. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, the only thing you, like, hear about their past relationship is just hearsay from... Yeah, from both of them. From one or the other. Yeah. But very vaguely, like, and not... Uh, to that much of extent either it's just like yeah oh you you made fucking good yams once or whatever yeah like even <laughs> like, like if they oh, would have just cool. they would have just thrown in small things where you where they showed how much she meant to jessica even though she thought she was gone like that's what i thought when they first brought up that the mom's name was Alyssa. 
I thought that was going to be why she named it Alias, because it's the S and the A switched around. (laughs) Sure. But instead, they did... (sighs) (laughs) Just go into that right now, (sighs) because this is like the one episode that's like, you could remove if you wanted to. Yeah. Well, I can see why they did it, because they wanted to make a whole thing of like, oh, now we're going to build tension between her and her mom. Mm -hmm. But it was such a forced... Like, I hate shit like this where Jessica Jones is a pretty powerful female character uh-huh. where a lot of her motives seem self-drawn. Like, she's drawing from her own life experiences and, like, she's, she's like, she's very flawed, but she's a strong person and she's getting by the best way she can. But then they do this fucking flashback <laughs> where they show a lot of the shit that is, like, motivating her is based off of a guy that she dated for, like, a month. Yeah. And it kind of, like, makes her seem, like, kind of shitty. Yeah, it doesn't... I don't even fucking like... The the guy seemed like a fucking asshole. Yeah. And then they do all this shit where it's like, hey, I stole you this coat that now you're wearing all the time, and I'm gonna name my club Alias. Yeah. And it just... All of it felt so forced, and it felt like a lot of the shit that's driving her to be a good person is based off of a relationship she had... For one month with some dickhead. Yeah. And it makes her seem like a really like a weaker character than what she was before I even knew that was a thing. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> even if you like would argue that like she becomes stronger after that because of those life experiences, it's like but you still took all this influence off this dick? Yeah. Like you even saw that he was kind of being a dick. Like he was in with some bad people and like He's trying to like shill his business out to like he's like pimping her out, yeah, Yeah. and yeah, pimping her out to be like a muscle, and then like trying to like get close to Trish because she has money to like fund his shit. Yeah, it's like he's kind of a scumbag, and the fact that all of this shit is based like like a lot of the stuff that she does is based around her relationship with him. It makes her feel like such a weak character now. Like, not, like, a super weak character, but, like, a lot of the things that I admired her for, it's, she's basing all of that off of this fucking asshole. Yeah. And, I don't know, it feels, like, in a time where, like, strong female characters are really in nowadays, uh-huh. that took a lot of strength away from her, I thought. Yeah. Like, it, I... It was a bit of a step back. I fucking hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I... I mean, and I, then they did that whole thing where like the mo- where like her mom kills him when like she escaped and then her mom killed her and then it's like you killed my boyfriend like good fucking god <laughs> just grow a pair he was a dick yeah like, I would have liked it a lot more if it was like just throwing like a random scene where like she's younger and she keeps misspelling her name her mom's name by putting the s behind the a and then that's how she comes up with an alias. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of show, like, without really showing their relationship, show how much, how she's implementing small things from her family life into her life now and how much they meant to her. Mm -hmm. So that when they do come back in her life, you can actually still feel that conflict where it's like, shit, the thing that she's kind of had in the back of her mind that she's missed the most is back in her life, but it's fucking insane. Mm -hmm. So is she going to latch onto that or is she going to come to the realization that this just isn't going to work? Mm. But instead, they put all this on this fucking dickhead for no fucking reason. Yeah. And it makes her seem like a boy-crazy bimbo. Well, not like, a, like... 
Yeah, right. Like, like it's just it just it it's not necessary. Right. Even though, like, even, but it's not to this extent, I guess. Like when she falls for people, though, she like falls pretty hard. Because even in like season one, she falls for like Luke Cage pretty quick. Yeah. Granted, like he did end up being more of a fling. Yeah. Eh, more or less. And then in this season, she ends up falling for the super. Yeah. But I think with Luke Cage, it felt like more of like they were using each other. Right. And then, yeah, but even and even the super in this, I was really not fucking liking because it starts out with him being such a fucking asshole to her. And then within seconds, she's trying to fuck him where like they, they turn that like completely on a dime. Like, right. I, I thought that w- the role reversal was pretty fast yeah, for a thing that's 13 episodes long. There's a lot of like weird shit in here where like people turn on such a dime where it's right. like you could you have like. <laughs> Nine more episodes to really flush us out where it's like, oh, shit, I can see how they got together. But no, it's like one minute he's like, I'm kicking you out of the building. And the next minute she's like, hey, man, I I was I was a, a real asshole. And it's like, you've been hating her for three episodes. Yeah. And now you got to turn on a dime because, oh, we really need to get them fucking so we can start having those like weird in paint sex scenes for no reason. Right. Uh, well, he's a painter, JT, on his off time. I don't fucking care. I didn't really like him, to be honest. No, this. I didn't mind him so much. Like, I He seemed, like, really forced. Eh, I didn't find him, like, too cram-stuffed in there. I didn't, I didn't hate him so much. I liked that he was, like, an actual, like, caring person. Yeah. <laughs> like, when... He, he, I mean, you only really find that out after he starts falling for Jessica... Which happens fairly quickly on. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, I thought he was going to be, like, kind of like a foil for her in the building throughout the whole season. I kind of assumed he would get with her because he's attractive looking. Yeah. So, like, of course you're going to fall for the attractive super, whatever. But, like, at least lead me on a little bit longer. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm being too sensitive about it, but I just feel like they had a real chance with, like, a Jessica Jones to, like, make... Make a like a female superhero that's not driven by I need to I need a man in my life, right? But like, I mean they it... do they do some shit where it's like she does have like sex with random strangers and stuff and like like I can see it like, she's not falling for these dudes like no, she's, she's just, just using them for sex yeah, yeah. yeah like it's just, it's just her living fast and loose like she drinks she fucks she does all this stuff whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then I feel like whenever they want her, whenever they're doing a thing where it's like, oh, she's really turning her life around, she has to get with a guy first. And I don't, like, I want I want it to be more like she finds, like, like, there's so many fucking male superheroes where, like, they find inner strength and they build off of that. But it, with Jessica Jones, it was like, it felt like a guy was like, well, she's got to get a man first. What, is she going to find, she's going to do this on her own? No, she needs a guy to motivate her. That's what women want, right? They just want a guy in their life. I didn't find that she needed a man to motivate her. I liked the the reason I liked him is only when it came around to like the middle of the season to the end, where because like Jessica Jones doesn't have like a real companion by the because like she's pushed almost everybody away. Yeah, and the only one that is trying to there to help her is this guy, and they're. They kind of play it kind of vague if they're, like, a really a couple. Like, they're not living with each other. 
If she wants to see him, she just goes down the hall. And he's got, like, a kid. And so, like, there's this whole family aspect that she doesn't... She felt like she never really fit in, but somehow she's fitting in in this one. Yeah. Because the kid likes her, and he grows to like her, and then... So it's, like, a whole thing. I kind of like that near the end where they're, like... Yeah. She has this, like, little family unit where she's... She could leave at any point in time and it would be okay she's like she's yeah. not that closely attached so i kind of like that I don't, I don't know it it felt there was so much of this where like i liked her her fake family with this super guy than her real mom <laughs> i don't know but i liked i liked the stuff with the mom more almost because it, it felt like more of a like more of a struggle of a relationship where a lot of this it felt like they forced a lot of the stuff with a super I felt they forced a lot of the stuff with the mom. I'm like, you haven't seen this person in however many years. But it's your and mom. If you I saw that, your mom, you're like, you, she's like a crazy asshole that's like murdering people. So if your mom went crazy tomorrow, you wouldn't be, you'd be like, all right, lock her dumb ass up. Well, if I didn't see her for 15 years. How do then- you know though? Like if for 15 years, like it's still like, that's a part of her life that she always like clinged on to. And then she sees her again. And it's her kind of being like, I can make this work. And then her com- try- finally coming to that realization where it's not going to work. Yeah, that's I the big know. part. I think that's the big part of the whole thing. Like, even though she's insane, she's still taking measures to try and make it work. I suppose. But she does. But that super a lot shit is so fucking forced. Like, everything that he does, it's like, oh, well, look, I can make. Like, giving her, like, dumbass reasons to talk to him because he can make forged shit. Yeah, well, whatever. It's, I don't know. I didn't even like... He seemed like a shitty actor, too. He's just all around sucked. I didn't like him. I feel the same way you feel about the super than I, than I feel about the It was such a forced fucking throwaway thing just to give her a man to cling on to. And I didn't like it. I liked more of the mom mother-daughter relationship. Because it's different. There's so many fucking things you see with, like... Women superheroes where it's like, but she's got a man on the side that's driving her to really do stuff. Yeah, but where, like having like, the 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 mystery person be like a part of her family, I find that way cliche. Like it is cliche, but then actually doing a mother daughter relationship as opposed to a man like a uh, a woman and her lover relationship, like I I like that a lot more. Because we all it's, right, agree to we disagree. Because we see the fucking. Like, budding relationship between a man and a woman so much. I want to see something different. I want to see, like, how, how a mom and a daughter re- interact as opposed to, oh, a, a woman and a guy that she wants to fuck interact. Because we see that all the time in these things. I find it more compelling than whatever they try to do with her mom. I just didn't like it. Didn't care for it. Well... Then you're cliche. <laughs> Maybe. Color me cliche, but sometimes I liked it. Uh, so let's talk about Trish for a little bit. Because right. she, her role in this season was like exactly like how that Simpson guys was last season. Yeah. Like, almost to the point where... Well, not almost to the point. Like, to the point where, like... Because he makes a debut in this season very briefly before he gets his head twisting around yeah uh but i thought he was dead from the first season i couldn't remember i don't remember either there was a lot of stuff that i couldn't remember from the first season i even watched that recap and i didn't remember yeah a whole lot of it but anyway um so he shows up dies 
They yeah. throw his ass in the ocean <laughs> yeah. and then take his shit. But like what he has on him is like essentially what re- is replacing those pills. Yeah. From the first season where he like boosts up or whatever. He has mm-hmm. like this inhaler. Yeah. That'll like like put his body into turbo mode or whatever. Yeah. And so then uh, once he tells that to Trish, she's like, oh, really? And she like takes that for herself and starts using that for like the first, I don't know, two thirds of the season or something like that, maybe. Yeah. Like a lot of that stuff was really dumb, too. Like yeah. the first when, when she first uses the inhaler thing, it was like so it was like so dumb because it was like. Jessica being like, oh, Jessica doesn't help. And then she just, fuck, she just takes like this drug. She has no idea what it does. We're right. like, dumb? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck was that for? <laughs> yeah, don't know. But like, as it goes on, like, I liked, like, at first, I like, I thought everything Trish did was like super erratic, where I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I couldn't. I, I thought the same thing. Like, yeah. I can't get behind you at all. But then by the end, like you kind of come to the realization where like Trish is pretty much her mom, where like eh, yeah, she's 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 always starved for attention, and she's always like even when someone else gets the limelight, like she wants to step into it, like no matter what the the circumstance. Yeah, but my only argument with that is like she does want to stay out of the limelight because she doesn't like so much of the paparazzi. She doesn't mind like being famous but she doesn't want to be that much of a celebrity that she's always bothered by it because that's like a little point of contention for like a few episodes in it where like jessica calls like those paparazzi on her and all that shit because she wants to like try to help with an investigation but, but, but if she it's bad if it's like bad publicity right 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 but she's no she's totally she she does not like taking like a like a, a step aside role for somebody no, like, I think she's jealous of Jessica because yeah, like because they do that whole thing where like she does this whole thing where like they do that flashback where uh, when Jessica is like there for her but she's like not being supportive because it's like I'm pretty much watching you do drugs right and like blow dudes every night yeah and then when I'm tell you that I'm uncomfortable with it you're like you just tell me that. You're, I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, 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 you're not happy for me. You're not happy for my success, right? And then the minute it gets to a point where like Jessica is starting to get more noticed because of her powers, and then Trish sees that she's just on a like a radio talk show, mm-hmm. then she's just like, oh, so what? Now Jessica's gonna get all the get all the uh, all the detention, and right. then she looks for reasons like that's why she uses the inhaler, yeah, and right. that's why she breaks up, and that's why. When she's with that guy and then she breaks up with him, she was like, I just wanted his job because he's the one that shows up on TV and everyone talks about him because he's in these war zones. Like, uh-huh. people see him as a hero. Right. Like, I want to be a hero. Yeah. So then, yeah. Like, it drove... Like, I fucking hated Trish in this. And I think you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's doing some shitty things because she pushes herself away from Jessica. Yeah. Jessica's trying to help her the whole time, even in that like shit flashback episode she's helping her even more so yeah um but i uh but they they definitely show like like it's that that's that total like mother-daughter relationship where like the daughter always bitches about the mom and how terrible she is but she's just like her mom like she's manipulative and she's always like she wants attention for herself like maybe not as like yeah it's not to the extent not as to the extent as her mom is but 
the things that she complains about her mom for, she's just as guilty of. Yeah. But she doesn't see it that way. She sees it as, I just want to be a hero and help people. It's like, no, you want to help people because that that's you. You're not trying to help people. You yeah, you're want to be you're, the helper of people. Wanna, yeah, you want to help people for the wrong reason. You want it yeah. for your own vanity. Pretty much. Yeah. Which uh, I, I kind of like as a story arc. But then again, like, they're also trying to, like, through the series, make her, like, another superhero. Like a Colleen Wing, for instance. Yeah. Because you said they get together, don't they? Um, well, not her. It's, um... It's, like, or, uh, Misty. Misty and, her and Misty Wing are, are, like, oh, the Daughters okay. of the Dragon. Oh, I, okay, I thought... But, um, Trish turns into a character called Hellcat. Yeah. And she's been around forever. Yeah. Like, she actually is probably, the, out of all these Marvel heroes on Netflix, she's the oldest character from the books. <laughs> because she goes back to, like, when Marvel wasn't making, like, superhero comics. Yeah. But they made, like, Archie-type books. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, little Patsy Walker, and, like, I'm fucking, like, li- I'm like an Archie book or whatever. I'm just going to school, hanging out with my friends. Yeah. And then some guy in, like the 70s or 80s like just took that character and was like well she grew up and then she became a superhero yeah so like technically she's been around longer like probably <laughs> for like i don't know 50 years mm-hmm. and uh but it's so that she's got an interesting character history but like regardless so is like hellcat like usually a villain or is no she like hellcat's a... like a superhero like oh, a, shit. she's like a like a, just a street vigilante. She's gotcha. got like no real powers, not that I can remember anyway. Yeah. She's not super popular yeah. or anything like that. But uh, I thought, I, I knew they were kind of going to go there from like the first season where she's like trying to learn how to fight and stuff. Yeah. But like the way she's going about it in this where she's like trying to get like force superpowers on herself. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't seem like a very heroic thing to do. But at the same time, like. You're trying to make a. You're making us not like Trish because she's going out, doing this for her own vanity. Yeah. But at the same time, like I also want to see her also become a superhero. Yeah. Which is a. It's a weird because I that was like a, something that I stated at the beginning of the review. Like that's what I'm kind of hoping to look to find in season three. Yeah. If like that, they definitely uh, hint at it at the end. Oh, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> So I'm borderline like, cheesily, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and by that, uh, by the last episode, they're throwing in like superhero like one-liners and like cat one-liners. Like even when she's lying in that bed, it's like, "Oh, you already lost two of your nine lives." Like, oh, and it's fuck. like if you wouldn't have known that, it's just like, "Oh, it's something a sweet old nurse would say." But if you knew she yeah. like becomes Hellcat, that's like, oof, <laughs> that was rough. But uh. I don't know. I'm I'm still looking forward to see how that plays out in season three. Yeah. Because I, if she does turn again and be like, get on like the audience's good side, I would like her to see like if they do another Defenders team up. Yeah. If that ever happens again. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. No, it would not be. <laughs> I would like her to see like join up with like Misty Knight and like Colleen Wing and have like this like kick-ass female group over here yeah. while like these other people are doing stuff on the side. I would like to see that. Yeah. So I don't know. But, like, yeah, they this season does kind of make you, like, not like Trish. But they they do it in a way where you're not supposed to like her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, 
I also love how she always keeps wearing like those like fucking weird like evil German scientist sunglasses the whole <laughs> season to the point where they even do a thing where she connects Trish to something based on her leaving her sunglasses there. Right. Where it's like yeah, yeah. you're becoming that synonymous with your weird shitty sunglasses <laughs> that now you're being implemented in things because you left your dumb shitty sunglasses somewhere. Right. Um, I also I liked Malcolm in this quite a bit, too. Yeah, I thought, yeah, like, even though they GQ'd the fuck out of him. Yeah. Like, but I, but I liked, yeah, I liked how it's him trying to, like, prove himself. Uh-huh. And is that, like, uh, Asian bounty hunter guy? Is he a character in something? I I don't know. I don't know that I could think of. Like, the way they were, like, spotlighting him, it seemed like he was, like, a thing. Like, he was from something. I... I don't know if he is or not. Maybe. The only thing I can think of is, like, they did that so if they had that plan far enough ahead that, like, he's just Jessica Jones's competition and they wanted Malcolm to jump sides near the end of the story. Oh, yeah. But I... That's the only thing I can think of. He didn't... Named in Rankin Bell or anything okay. like that. Okay. Yeah, because they were... Like, they spotlighted him pretty hard in, like, the first episode where I'm like, he seems like a thing. Like, I don't know why they would spotlight him so much if he wasn't, like, a thing from something else. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. Don't know. But I did like um, his relationship with Jessica in this, because he really wants to support her. Yeah. Like, a lot. Like, he's her number one supporter. Mm -hmm. And, like, she does a lot to really push him away, even though, like... She makes him, like, an assistant and all this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and a, or a, whatever, like a partner in yeah. her, like, little investigation thing. Well, like, I think Malcolm's, like, the closest thing to a family that she does have at right. some point, but, like, she never sees it that way. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's, that's, like, a main thing of, like, the mother-daughter relationship is that, like, it takes the death of her mom to realize that she really did have family all along. Yeah. But now it's too late to get him back because... She pushed them all away yeah. to it, be with her mom. Yeah. You did see that regret at the end when she, like, yeah. looks at his empty desk and it's like, oh, shit, what have I done? Yeah. Like, I think that's the main, that was supposed to be the main story of the whole thing was that, like, she never felt like she had a family. And then when she did have her family, she was like, oh, fuck, this is way more fucked up than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. And then when it was gone, then she realized, then officially that her only family that she had left, she already pushed away. Yeah. So it was smart. That was a smart relationship in this. I liked yeah, no, it a lot. I like that. Um, I hope uh, he comes back. That's, yeah. I mean, his was like kind of a simple story. Like he wanted to work with Jessica, and now she pushed him away, so he goes to work with the competition. Now he's dressed in a fancy suit, got his slick new haircut, and now he's yeah recording people from a briefcase or whatever. <laughs> you know what? Like a uh, side character I thought was pretty charming like the guy that trish is dating in the beginning i kind of liked him oh that that reporter yeah the guy reporter guy yeah like he seemed like a genuinely nice guy like it made me like trish in the beginning where i'm like well this guy's pretty good mm -hmm. i thought the shoe was gonna turn on him like yeah they did like some stuff where it's like oh he's shady but then it's all him like planning like proposing to her yeah so, like, that was a fun little twist. But, like, because both me and Chelsea were watching this at different points. And, we like, that one scene where he, like, takes stuff off her, her computer. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, what, does, what the fuck is this asshole up to? 
<laughs> and then you find out it's all just to like secretly propose, and it's like, oh, clever. That was a good turn, Jessica mm-hmm. Jones. You did it. You fucking did it. And then Trish just didn't fucking do it. Cause she's no. an asshole. She's an asshole. She's out for herself. She's out for number one. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. That's all I got for all that stuff. Yeah. Uh. Well, I don't know if we talked about too much of the Hogarths. My favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. My Let's favorite. That. Uh, that's pretty much my favorite storyline throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Cause um. Like, the whole first season, she's just a huge bitch. She even yeah. does that thing where she sets Kilgrave loose to fucking kill her ex-wife. Yeah. And, and like, so she's just a huge bitch going into this season. And then, like, the first se- scene they show in this season, like, it's her, like, really turning it up. Like, she, like, <laughs> accepts an award for something and then is just, like, acting like a total asshole to her partners. Uh-huh. Like, just really turning it up. And then... They show her go to a doctor's office, and you find out that she has ALS. Mm-hmm. And then that just totally turns her around, where, like, she's really dealing with the fact that she's, like, dying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was very interesting, because then you see her, like, like <laughs> kind of just, like, feels like she's going to play out the rest of her life just, like, spending all of her money, do, like... Get into vices she's never had. Yeah. Well, and it also makes her kind of... It makes her examine, like, what her legacy is going to be. Because mm-hmm. that's the only reason why she doesn't want to leave her firm. Is because as soon as she leaves the firm, they're going to take her name off of off of it. And then there'll be nothing left of her. Because mm-hmm. she, has, she has no girlfriend. She has no one outside of her... She has no family left. And then if they take her name off the firm, then she'll just die and no one will even remember she existed right so it's like her room yeah so it's like her like kind of clinging on to like those last things that would exist outside of her yeah and i i like there's like a whole scene where she like hires like prostitutes and is like doing blow and oh yeah and ecstasy yeah they're not even some of them aren't even like good looking prostitutes like it's just like (laughs) you are just you just picked up anything you could find, didn't you? <laughs> they just looked outside and be like, yeah, you, <laughs> hey, you're fine. you a prostitute? <laughs> no, well, I don't care if you aren't. Come on, upstairs, then. <laughs> you want money? Yeah, you want money? All right. You just want to fuck me for money? Come up here. How do you do on cocaine? <laughs> How about cocaine and E? <laughs> yeah. Kind of a scene where they're just, like, kind of panning around them, and they're just all sweaty, just, like, grinding on each other, where you're like... Holy shit, right. you are just on another level right now. Right. But at the same time, like, when you, like, know all these things, it's like, it's, yeah. I get it. Like, you're oh, just, yeah. you know I'd you're going to die. Exa- yeah, Why wouldn't the... you just fucking do whatever? No shit. You know what I mean? She even says that in there, like, I, if I'm going to die, I'm going to spend every dollar that I have. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Like, and it also, and they also show how, like, susceptible to, like, schemes you are when you're that vulnerable when they uh introduce shit what's her name enid or whatever the fuck her name is oh that nurse yeah um igh or yeah whatever. they bring in like a nurse from igh and then she pretty much uses her to get like what you assume to be now what, what was her like her was it her pimp or her i 
I don't know. That was one part I think I yeah. missed. I couldn't remember exactly what happened, but she uses, uh, this nurse uses uh, Hogarth to get this guy out of prison because she claims that this guy has healing abilities because he was from came from IGH. IGH. Yeah. yeah. So then, like, like, she uses her to get him out of prison, and then it's like, oh, well, I healed you. And then they end up, like, ransacking her apartment and leaving. Yeah. So then it shows kind of like, like how some how these there's some assholes out there that will like legit take advantage of people who are dying and are just looking for anything. Yeah. And they'll just go, oh, well, take this, you'll feel you'll be healed completely. Yeah. Like there's legit people out there like this today. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, though, like this is a world where like weird shit can happen, so it's. A little more conceivable, but like maybe this could be a real thing. Yeah, and I like that too because it shows how people t- can take advantage of like people's mindset with this yeah. nowadays. Like yeah. people know that these kind of people exist, so then a regular everyday person can come up and be like, "Yeah, I got those powers. I'll heal you. Boom, you're healed. All right, I'm gonna take off and pay me a whole shit ton of money." Right, right. Uh, and just leave a key to your house so I can just come take all your shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but no, I like that. Like it's like it's a real world twist on like the supernatural things that happen in this universe. I uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good little twist. I like that. Um, yeah, Hogarth had really good, really good. She, but still ends up being kind of a kind of a bitch. Oh, dude, she. That was well deserved though. Like she fucked them up. Yeah. Like she, yeah. like you, she shows up with a gun. Where's like, oh man, she's gonna fucking, she's gonna kill him. But then she was like, oh no, I'm just gonna convince this this chick to shoot the guy and then call the cops on her. Right. And you're like, classic Hogarth. <laughs> uh, up your old tricks. Yep. I ain't gonna do it. I'm gonna make uh, you. I'm gonna convince you to do it, and then you're gonna go to jail for it. You stupid bitch. Yeah. Oh my god. Got your just desserts. Uh, and then, even, like, to add on top of that, she totally, like, kind of f- frames her business partners into, like, giving her anything she wants to get, like, a yeah. buyout so she can start yeah, from so she's, Yeah, again. she starts her own firm. Yeah. God. She's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was really good, really good. Hogarth was great. Yeah. Um, I don't know any I, anything else. Like all I, the only thing I really want to add to this is like when this show really gets going and hits its stride, it's really great. It's yeah. like the best Netflix Marvel show. Oh yeah, for sure. But like this season, I did feel like there's some things that didn't work as well. Yeah. And I was like, it's a bit of a slog. Even though I did enjoy it more than seasons of other things. I liked it more than Defenders. I liked it more than Iron Fist. Yep. I think I might have liked it. Like, I probably liked it as much as, like, Iron... Or, uh, not Iron Fist. um, Luke Cage. Yeah. Because the first half of Luke Cage was really strong. And the second half, it's not so much. So I'm going to, like, have it even out (laughs) to about as much. As, like, Jessica Jones. I probably liked it more than season two of Daredevil. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still up there. No, yeah, I yeah, I appreciate Jessica Jones for the fact that 
they don't go super weird with it. Like they still keep it grounded in reality, but they then they still throw in like those Marvel things here and there of like super strength and right different powers like that. But yeah, they still throw in enough of real world stuff where you can still connect with it. Where yeah. it's like you're not you're not taking an endless elevator ride into a shaft of dragon bones. Right. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to go that weird, but I, in the next season though, I would maybe like to see a little bit more action. Um, I, I liked the drama aspects of this series, but, uh, if they're going to introduce like more heroes to it, I would like to see a little bit more like, hand-to-hand kind of action. I do like how Jessica Jones and any, like, buddy with super strength will just hawk somebody against a wall yeah. or whatever. I, I like it, but... I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't need action with this, because I, I, I mean, expected... I didn't need it either, but... Yeah, like, I, I expected from, like, the first season of Jessica Jones that that wasn't a lot of action. Like, Jessica Jones is more of, like, a detective story, and detective stories don't have a lot of action. It's a lot of piecing together, like, what's out of place, and then trying to figure out what the main situation is. Right. As opposed to like a bunch of fight scenes, like I think that's mainly reserved more for like a daredevil. Right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying like I need more like a, a kung fu like, yeah, daredevil or to a lesser extent an Iron Fist, but <laughs> a much lesser extent. <laughs> but um, I would like to just see like a little bit more play, I guess, on her powers and maybe somebody that can like be a foe with that, like a real. Like, antagonist. Not, like, somebody that's her mother or family that she's not going to, like, come to fisticuffs with. I want to see somebody that's, like, her... Like, how, like, uh, Luke Cage kind of got taken control of in the first season. Then they had some really... I thought really good fights in uh, season one. Where they're just, like, punching through walls and shit like that. that. I thought that was really pretty well done. What the fucking... The guy in the fucking... Aerospace suit. Aerospace suit. In first, or, oh, oh, oh! I thought you were talking about the first season of Luke Cage. No, no. I when she like, fought fuck? Luke Cage yeah. in Jessica Jones season one, when he was taking control of or yeah. whatever, I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Um, I would like to see something like that. Yeah, but it wasn't like a big scene. It was no, like one I, scene. no, it wasn't. But like, I there was nothing like that really in this, and I want to see her like. Not just have to, like, lift up a car or rip car doors off or something. I just yeah. want to see her, like, whoop somebody's ass. Like, Wh- whoop, some whoop ass. somebody's ass that can take a pounding and just <laughs> keep giving it to them. You know what I mean? You heard it here first. Jessica Jones Season 3. Troy wants some ass pounding. <laughs> Pound that ass, babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I got to say about Jessica Jones. Unless you got yeah. anything else to add. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, all right. Well, then what... Uh, what would you grade? Uh, I thought it was. I thought that it was pretty well done, especially with like the detective stuff in the beginning, and then her kind of dealing with her mom in like the second half. I I kind of like the the uh, change in uh, tempos from there, but there are some mistakes in it. There are some things where I'm like, this is just. For being 13 episodes, why are you rushing this uh-huh. out of everything? Like, yeah. the relationship with the landlord, I hated. The relation, like, just some things that felt like they just dropped on a dime where it's like, shit, we need to do this now. Uh-huh. There was a lot. I felt like there, there was too much of that stuff. But all in all, I thought it was still pretty entertaining. I'll give it, like, maybe 
a higher end of a B minus. Okay, yeah, I was gonna do the exact same grade, B minus. Um, I same thing you do, except I would flip the mom reveal, and I liked the super parts of it. But, uh, but that's yeah, that was about it. Like, it's that thirteen fucking episodes though. It's too goddamn much. Like, I appreciate that you can tell a narrative throughout the whole thing, but yeah. like. Like, I, I spaced it out way more than you did, and even I was like, I would rather watch something else. Me too. <laughs> I, w- I really would. Like, if you want to do 13 episodes, make them, t- like, 30 minutes yeah. long. Because you can tell that same story in 30 minutes. Yeah. Every episode, you could. Yeah. Like, it would make it snappier. It would make it a breeze to get through and be like, exactly. wow, that was really fucking good yeah. and easy to get through. Yeah. I want more. Like, a lot of these scenes were just drawn out with dialogue from actors that aren't that aren't strong enough to really sell some scenes. Right. Like, I would rather it just be like, make it to the point, say what you want to say, let's move on to the next thing. Right. Like, that whole scene where the, her mom just fucking kicks the shit out of that piano for what just to see like how strong she is yeah i don't know could have been cut that whole thing could have been cut that's like i don't know i was kind of digging i was kind of digging that too where the mom's like like first of all that mom is dumb as fuck like why would you walk into a stranger's house being like oh i like your music can i come in like yeah get the fuck out of here yeah did you ever do that with with macy where you just walk by like hey i like the music you're playing in your house can we walk in and sit in your couch and listen to it (laughs) you have the fuck like who would say yes come into my house stranger with a baby (laughs) sit over there i'm murder chair i mean my recliner yeah i don't know yeah Anyway, uh, so anyway, that's Jessica Jones Season 2. There you go. Tell us what you thought on uh, social media. Yes. That would be greatly appreciated. Yes. Anything else uh, you've been into this last week, JT? Uh, well, speaking of, uh, you brought up Selma Blair earlier. I saw the film Mom and Dad with her and Nick Cage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where? Oh, my God. <laughs> I I loved it. Yeah? <laughs> like. It's it's total B movie cheesy horrible film, uh-huh. but you'll love it because it's, it's only like it's an hour and twenty six minutes, oh, perfect. And it is just so ridiculous. Good, I loved it. Like, there's even like some like cool aspects in it too, where it's like they kind of play on like the the deep seated resentment that some parents feel when they have kids, where it's like. You're kind of, I, I could kind of be doing some other stuff, but like, I'm your parent. And then they kind of build off of that into like, what makes parents kind of turn on them uh-huh. where like, whatever happens, it just brings out like this resentment for their kids where they just start trying to murder them. <laughs> and it's, it's really good. And it's like, it's super violent at times too. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's a Good B-movie, terrible film to just sit back and laugh at. All right. Because this one I've heard is pretty divisive. Either you like kind of love it or you hate oh, it. Yeah, you have to. Because it even ends out of no... Like, it ends for no reason. It just stops. <laughs> like, there's no there's no resolve at all. It just stops being a movie. And it goes into the credits. <laughs> like, it's, it's so... Oh, shit. Like, 
and there's things in there that I liked. Like they're like uh, Bokeem Woodbine's in this from really? fucking Fargo. Like, they, and he's just in a throwaway scene where he's being interviewed as a dad who just killed his kid. And this news this this newscaster's like interviewing him, and he's like, "Yeah, I killed my kid." And to be honest, I'm trying to cry right now because I know it's appropriate, but I I can't. <laughs> it's just, like like they do like these things where like they try and like make you understand like how these parents are feeling while this all all this shit's happening and i don't know like there's some i really fucking like like selma blair in this like she's kind of like a protagonist for like the first half because like it starts out with like she goes to her sister like her her sister's giving birth and uh she goes to visit her and the sister gives birth, and she's like cradling it, and then she starts cradling it harder and harder and harder. Mm-hmm. And you're like, she's like, stop! What are you doing? And like pulls her pulls her arms apart, and it's like, basically, it's like a fucking like they do like a small like five minute horror film where like huh. she's like trying to protect this baby while the fucking her sister's like grabbing a scalpel and like r- rushing towards her. Jesus. To like try and stab her fucking newborn infant child. God. And then like. So then, like, she's, like, a protagonist. You're like, oh, fuck, yeah, Selma Blair. And then she goes home and sees her kids. And then she turns into an antagonist and tries to kill them. (laughs) And then they do, like, a thing where, like, Nick Cage's uh, parents show up. The grandparents show up. And the first thing they do is, like, Nick Cage opens a door and her mom pepper sprays him while his dad dad stabs him with a knife. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it is bonkers fucking crazy shit. Like the entire time, and I fucking I I was having a blast. I fucking oh, loved it. Where can you find it? Because I might want to watch this. Well, I rented the DVD on Netflix. God damn, <laughs> always, every time. But this looks like one that they'll probably put on Amazon in like a month or two. Good, because it was I had fun. It's it's a terrible film, but <laughs> I had fun with it all the way through. If you ever Perfect. wanted to watch Nicolas Cage destroy a pool table while singing, uh. The Hokey Pokey, this is the film for you. It's a thing that's been missing from cinema. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, me and Molly started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Which, uh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Alright. Like, you, it's one of those uh, shows where you have to kind of get in with the cast. Like, the cast kind of grows on you after a while. Okay. Like, I'm still, Andy Samberg's still not my favorite part of it, but like, uh, Joe Latrulio is really fucking funny in it. Like yeah. he's just like, he's kind of like the Dwight of it, where like he just had these has these like small quips that he just throws into different things. Like he's like a food connoisseur. Uh huh. So he'll do like shit where there's like an episode where they're like trying to like investigate like why a pizzeria burned down. Uh huh. And every time they go to these pizzerias, like he's te- like. He's, like, tasting the pizza and then, like, saying, like, what he thinks about the sauce and the cheese and he spits into a bucket. <laughs> like, he's like, why do you keep spitting into a bucket? He's like, well, I'm cleansing my palate. I need to make sure it's clean for the next place. <laughs> but, no, it, it's, I think it's one of those where, like, you have to stick with it a couple episodes and then, like, the cast really grows on you and their banter really gets on you, too. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, we we tried to watch like the first few episodes and just couldn't get into it. But yeah, I guess like their snarky banter between each other is is pretty good. All right, sweet deal. That it. That is it. Um, I forgot to mention I well I I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show, but I might have mentioned it to you personally. But I watched Coco. Yeah, really dug it. Yeah, 
it's really good. I think you did say it on here, maybe. I don't remember. Oh, I went just went through my notes. I didn't see I wrote, if I wrote it down, but oh, um, yeah, really good. Like, yeah, it was one that I d- didn't really have too much of an interest of, and then I heard it was great, and I was like, well, all right, I'll watch it, and then ended up loving it. Oh yeah, God. It's quite a few twists in it, and then by the yeah. end, if you're not crying, you're a monster. Jesus Christ. So good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it. it's definitely uh, one of those things where, like, I, I think I brought it up when I said that I saw it on here, where, like, it does that really good thing of they show you a song being played, like, in its most processed form, uh-huh. and then they break it down to, like, you know the meaning of it, and then by the end, you're just like, motherfucker it's, yeah, it's so the beautiful most bittersweet moment ever oh my god it's like god damn like right when he starts str- when he first strums that gu- when he strums the first notes of that song on the guitar the, the last time uh-huh. i i was like about to crawl inside myself <laughs> it's so it's like so i was just like motherfucker i know you're about to do uh so yeah i would uh, recommend coco yeah uh, totally. I, I rented on Amazon Prime, or I think I did. I don't remember. Anyway, it's on there. Good. Yeah, do it. Um, also, uh, read in preparations for Infinity War. I read the Infinity Gauntlet. I I brought it up last week, but I finished it as well as I finished uh, the Jesus. the Vision, which is a so many pages. <laughs> <laughs> which is a, a book written by Tom King, which is about uh, just, like, the Vision from Marvel Comics. Yeah. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet, uh, I think you're going to like our me and Dave's review. Really? On that when it comes out. It did not age well. <laughs> but both me and him said, like, I wonder if any of this will make it uh, to the movie. It won't, because <laughs> if it did... That'd be a fucked up movie <laughs> because the nineties were a different time. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and then I re went on rereading the vision. I forgot like how well it's done. Like yeah. it was highly acclaimed when it came out. Mm-hmm. And when I read it, I'm like, yeah, it was, it was good. I don't think it needed all that praise, but on rereading it again, I'm like, no, oh, this is really good. Yeah. Like, they make, like, this C-list character, like, the Vision, who's been around forever. Yeah. But, like, they make him super interesting. Mm-hmm. By, like, the first few pages, like, he moves to D.C. The Vision, like, just buys a house in the suburbs in Washington, D.C., creates and builds a family, a wife and two kids. Yeah. That resemble him. Yeah. And some neighbors are coming to, like, just deliver cookies and welcome to the neighborhood. And, like, they're having a back and forth about, like, how the guy is, like, I don't even know why you're bringing cookies to for these people. They're All they are are just toasters. <laughs> and so, like, you have, like, his weird racist kind of weird <laughs> synthetic racist remarks. And then the lady's like, I don't it's, it's, it's a sign of good humanity. That's why you moved to the suburbs, to avoid robots. Yeah. And so, like, uh, there's that. And, like, there's, like, some ongoing narrator throughout the whole thing, too. It's, like, the last thought of this man would be, I think it's like that they brought them cookies, even though they can't eat them while the visions burn their house down. And it's just like, 
how is it going to get there? And like, it gets there. <laughs> oh my God. And so like, and then they have like weird artifacts in their house because he's an Avenger. So he's got like weird alien shit and stuff in yeah. his house. And then like the last, they say like the last thought of this wife or this, the old lady that comes visits will be of this floating vase from this one planet and wonders, like, why it can't hold any flowers or whatever. And that will be her last thought before she dies. God! And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is the first few pages, right? <laughs> and so, like, anyway, it takes you on a bunch of big twists and turns, and it's really good, and I really like cool. it. So check that out. Uh, but that's that's about it. That's all I've had time for. Yeah. and <laughs> I barely had time for Mom and Dad. I had to, like, watch that during my lunch break today. Oh, Jesus. But I made it. We did it. We did it all. We did it all. Uh, but Please make it shorter, Marvel. Fuck. <laughs> it doesn't have to be 13. It does not need to be 13, for Christ's sake. Ugh. Jesus Christ. 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 Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, oh, if people want to... Say the praises of the Lord himself, Jesus Christ. Where can they do that? Hallelujah. You can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not? Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Troy. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. You can follow our new episodes on Facebook as well at uh, Review Review Pod on Facebook. Uh, all of our new episodes are... Re- uh, all of our new episodes are reviewed. And that's not true. They're uploaded on to... A review reviewpod.podbean.com if you don't want to listen to it there that's a-okay because it's on a multitude of other platforms such as stitcher google play uh player fm found out oh, and look uh out. apple podcasts or itunes or whatever it's called now if you like the show uh you can review us there or you can just leave a star rating if you have less time but if you got something long form to say, you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Review review spelled just how it is in the title of the episode. Hot toddy. Yes. I have a pick for next week, JT. <gasps> That's right. Troy's pick next week. I did Brigsby Bear. What did Troy pick? It's an Amazon Prime exclusive. Okay. It is the season two of The Tick that just was released. So that means you got to watch the season one. Did you not watch it? I didn't watch season one. Oh, well, looks like you got a little bit to... God damn to it! I didn't know you didn't watch it. <sighs> Fucking Christ. Little, uh... Pick All me right. up for you. They're yeah. only 25 minutes long each episode. Fair enough. And it's only six episodes a season. So I guess we'll be doing season one and season two of The Tick. <laughs> More fucking TV for me to watch. I guess I'll do that once I, I get home. <laughs> I thought you already watched season one, so I thought it would be, uh, you only have to watch like two and a half hours of whatever. But, oh well. Whatever you say, Troy, we'll do it. I tried to, like, okay, Next I week. pitched watching The Valerian, because that's also on Amazon Prime, yeah. and you said it sucked. So I'm like, I heard it sucked. I also heard it sucked. I'm like, eh, well, maybe we won't do it. Cause I kind of all, am only vaguely interested in it. Yeah. But I do like the tick. All right. Well, I'll do it all. Don't okay. worry. I'll all get right. it watched. All right. <sighs> kind of hoping for like a movie or something, but whatever. We'll do the tick. Here we go. The tick. Tick season two. Here we go. Woo.
Uh, well, I might as well do both seasons. We didn't even talk about the first season, did we? I I only brought it up that I was like something else I was watching. We can do both seasons. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to watch both of them. Sure, They're probably we'll, all gonna we'll just blend the, together when I, I watch. Yeah, it all. sure. <laughs> I, they might. I don't know. <laughs> all right, we'll figure it out. All right, sweet deal. All right, tick on Amazon. Check it out. Check it out sometime. Oof. Uh, that's the show. Oh, what else? Remind us what uh, the uh, tournament oh, is. We got uh, Mars Attacks versus Goldeneye. Vote for that on social media anywhere you can. Yeah. Results will be said. Mostly on Twitter because that's where the poll's going to be and that's the only thing I pay attention to. But you can also speak up on Facebook. Yeah. We'll get we'll get notifications that somebody popped up on there. Yeah. For sure. There you have it. That's it. For sure. Yeah. All right. So next week, Tick. The tick <laughs> on Amazon. I'll uh, I'll get it watched. Great. Uh, but so until you get it watched, <laughs> I have been short of the Max Extreme. I am GT3K, and we will see you next week because we are off. <laughs>